Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gamescast, as always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. John, welcome back. Nope. It's been a while. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we speak English on this podcast. I, I can't. Okay. I, no. We do that here. All right. That's a standard. We're putting, Joe put his foot down earlier. Domo arigato. Ah, got him. Joe was speaking some Japanese, though. I mean, you, you do pick up some stuff while you're there. Although, I had to laugh the first couple times you said, said thank you. You just said Domo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Which is just like, like, just like if someone said, like, oh, here you go. And you're just like, very. Is that what Domo Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Arigato is the thank you, yeah, right? There you go. Very thank you? I mean, thank you very much. I mean, their word placement is different, so. Mm. Wow, it's like you don't even speak the language, Joe. I know. Unbe- How did Shame you survive? I was trying to help him. I also, like, after a while, I just kind of, like, uh, started not even trying with, like... You? Not <laughs> even trying? <laughs> what? Uh, like, I just kind of, like, turned the words into a blur kind of thing. Uh, you know, like... Uh, I can't remember what the the thank you not not Look, don't not got to with the other one for like when somebody buys you buy something from somebody. There's it's a, all the same. I mean, arigato gozaimasu. Arigato, arigato or that one. Yeah. <laughs> the thing. After a while, I was just like arigato. I'm just gozaimasu. I mean, that's kind of the way it's done as well. Like a lot of times, the like the last syllable of things are cut off. So like. When you're saying something's like hot or something like that, the word for hot is like atsui, but everyone just says atsu because it's oh, just. Oh, right. I was doing it right then. Yeah, and like you're so ingrained in the culture, you didn't even realize. Like that. Osaka mm-hmm. ben, like Osaka slang for uh, like you know saying thank you is like agimo and stuff like that. So it's just like shortened versions of stuff. I mean, we do that with English all right. the time, also. Yeah, or constantly slanging. Sumimasen is excuse me, but people don't want to move their lips, so they just sumimasen. See, I'm I'm hip Japanese. Yeah, you're so are you're so with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Well, John, you've been off for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um. So before we launch into the normal what we've been playing section, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your trip? We heard Joe's experience and mm-hmm. all the things that he bought. We didn't really get into like necessarily the places that you guys went to. We figured food and restaurants and things would be a joint effort between the both of you. So yeah. you want to step on that? But tell us a little bit about Japan. How was it? It was great, and it was really hard to come back, but. Alas, here I am. Well, this is your third time? Or second time. Only second? Okay. Yeah. Well, you lived there for like six months the first time. Yeah, yeah. So I went to school there, and then this is the first time I've actually gone back. But it's my first time back, or in Tokyo as well. So I'd never been to Tokyo. I just was in the Kansai area, which is like Osaka and Kyoto and that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, that's where my school was. Um, and I didn't get a chance to go to Tokyo because it was just a bit too far away. Um, you can take a Shinkansen, a, a bullet train, um, which is about three hours but it's like 120 bucks one way so it's pretty expensive so i didn't go um but this time i went to go to the, like the places i wanted to see so we went to i went to gundam base which is where the like the one scale gundam is yeah it was outstanding and like oh i like opened the, we walked by it and i just saw the foot and i was just like i'm gonna start crying like <laughs> you can't get in it right no yeah, I was very disappointed that it wasn't like stomping around, smashing shit. Okay, well, I, I don't Just think we go there. that far. They but... did have a for the first one. So this is the Unicorn Gundam. So this is like the new, like main Gundam. Mm-hmm. The original, like the RX seventy eight, was there before. They had t- they've taken that down. But when they took it down, they had a, a thing that you could sit in the cockpit. Oh, okay. Uh, not it wasn't up that high. Yeah, it had, they took they, the cockpit. Yeah, they had taken the it. Or it could have been a separate like 
It could have been a separate one, but they did have a thing where you could actually sit in the cockpit at one point. Do you think the line would have been just like insanely long if they had like, all right, one person goes up the ladder and they get to sit in the cockpit and you take we take a selfie and then you get out and climb back down the ladder? I mean, like... yeah, definitely. Well, the thing like that's one of the good things about Japan is like they don't mind queuing, like they don't mind lining up, lining up for stuff. Yeah. So a lot of lines. And generally, there. people are pretty good. The foreigners tend to fuck stuff up. So like, no, you don't say. So like, we were waiting in line to. Uh, I was gonna get my picture taken with it, and they had this nice spotlight so that like you could get your picture taken in front of it yeah and i was just like oh are they gonna charge money for it and and my girlfriend's like no she's like no you just stand in line so we stood in line and then like this like wave of other people came and walked in front of me and then like jumped in front and i was just like what the fuck like yeah. don't you see there's a line here this is my gun dumb and you hug yeah. the leg <laughs> yeah and then there was like a, a woman behind me that was just like hurry up take the picture and move yeah like, fuck you some people come from the other side of the world to see this like yeah. chill, chill. Out. yeah um but that was outstanding um we went to a bunch of museums so like i went to the snoopy museum which had like relatively new um snoopy the dog yeah like like snoopy is very big in japan snoopy is fucking huge in japan yeah okay it's Uh, weird that the things that become popular over there i mean snoopy's pretty popular here you can go to like old navy and get snoopy shirts and stuff it's just they have a lot more character goods than we do yeah true i did see people getting woodstock bobbleheads yesterday yeah yeah um so we went to snoopy museum we also went to the ghibli museum which was very cool um and they very, like cells and stuff very confusing yeah um and you're all like not allowed to take pictures inside um that's which, fair which was so i didn't take anything i did buy like the guidebook and it has like lots of pictures so that was cool to like flip through it yeah um but like all the stained glass when all the windows are stained glass windows and they're all like in the shape of the characters and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but the very first thing we did is we go in and there's this tiny spiral staircase inside and the first thing my girlfriend does is she's like, let's go up it. I was like, this is meant for children. She's like, it's okay. <laughs> so we, we go up it and it's like, I'm hunched over like on all fours trying to climb up the spiral staircase. And little do we know it goes to the top floor. So it doesn't stop at every floor. <laughs> so it, we spent probably a good 20 minutes going up this minuscule tiny spiral staircase. That's okay. The last John time I got stuck. I, I did smash my head on the way out. Yeah, it did not feel good um but it was still fun it was very cool to see like um miyazaki's like actual paintings and stuff were there yeah and like again like the comparison between america and japan like all, all the stuff was actual things and they weren't like behind glass or anything like that they're just on the wall and so like if you really wanted to like people were, there was people that were like kind of pointing and touching it and stuff and people had to come over and be like please don't yeah but for the most part like everything was just there so it was really cool nice. um and then we went to the unko museum the poop museum how was the poop museum? It's not a museum. Uh, it was also like... It's a toilet. It was also like in a mall. So uh, you yeah, go you in... you just went to the bathroom in the mall. Don't call it the poop museum. <laughs> you go in nice and... Nice try, Japan. Uh, you, you sit down on toilets. Uh, they all have numbers on them. And then like someone like guides you... they go from you. one to two? Uh, <laughs> just number two. Thank the whole one was just number thank, two. Thank you. Um, uh, so like the woman like... Or, you know, with a guide or whatever tells you like... Now squeeze real hard, and then you're like, pop, and then you stand up, and there's like a little plastic poop in the toilet, and then she gives you the stick, and you put the poop oh, on the stick. Oh, that was supposed to be plastic? Yes. <laughs> uh, mine was also like neon blue, so. Um, um, yours isn't always? 
I mean, when he I drink Monster, my pee's kind of green, oh, so... Yeah. I probably should just stop eating nothing but Pop-Tarts. Yes. Mm. Yeah, Poop-Tarts. Gummy, yeah, gummy bears and whatnot. But it was just, like, this, like, you, interactive, like colorful experience thing. There was, like, a bunch of just poop-flavored... Or flavored, poop-shaped everything. I was gonna say, I don't... Nothing I don't know what flavor poop is, but I, I don't want it. But they had, like, uh, they had an arcade there. It was called the XO Game Arcade, which... Or Game Center, which XO is, like, slang for shit. So mm. underneath it, instead of English, it's a crappy arcade. Um, and there was like a bunch of of those in my day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, there was a bunch of like, um, like weird poop centered games. Like one was like a catch the the poop as it falls sort of thing. Um, it's, it's all meant for like children. Um, and then there was one that was like this huge line lining up for it, which was like a rail shooter where you had to turn the entire town into poop. Uh, you were aliens and you had to like shoot poop at like buildings and stuff like that. And if you shot them enough, they would turn into, um, a, a giant poop. It was pretty funny. Um, and then there was, like, one room. The only thing I didn't do was, like, a room where you had to scream unko as loud as you could. And I, was, I already had a headache from hearing hundreds of children scream shit. I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Was it, like, the one day that kids are allowed, like, to scream Pretty much. I mean, like, you just be respectful in general. Like, yeah, the kids are pretty quiet. Um, but there was a little room where you had to, like... They had projection mapped poops like on the ground and you had to stop on certain colors uh, of the screen that was in front of you. And so my girlfriend was having a blast running around and there was this little girl that was like waiting at the door for her turn. And she kept going, gambare, gambare, which is like, do your best, do your best. And I was Aww. like, oh, you're an adorable little kid. Um, so that was fun. Uh, but I mean, I didn't do a ton of, um, we did a ton of shopping. Joe and I did a ton of shopping together mm-hmm. the first week. And then the second week was like, we we joe and i went our separate ways because i had other plans and stuff like that so yeah, i did yeah. mostly like attractions the second week it was and then a good week yeah it was a good it was, week it was just i'm not gonna lie vacation. it was a fantastic week um but the first week like joe and i i think you talked about going to akiba pretty often mm-hmm. um like we went to ikibukuro a couple times as well and like i didn't get a ton of game stuff um i got like six games i think total i bought it's a bunch of figures <laughs> yeah well, I bought a bunch of figures and, like, Gunpla and stuff like that. And even all of that didn't fit. But I spent more money on attractions and yeah, yeah. and eating out and doing couple shit. So um, I got the Tyco drum game for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got Super Robot Wars and uh, Kunio Kun, which is... Kunio Kun is the Japanese uh, River City Rampage. Mm-hmm. But Ransom. they made, like, 18 of them. Or uh, Ransom, sorry. Uh, so it was like a collection of them on the Switch, and then I bought the two Tyco Grant uh, games that are on the DS as well, um, and they came with like the little tight ty- like drumstick styluses, which yeah, was yeah. pretty funny. Um, so I didn't get like a ton of gaming stuff, but then I bought like Ultraman figures and a bunch of Gundam models. Um, when I went to Gundam Base, there was like so many exclusive stuff that you could only buy buy there, and so I was just like loading up my cart and then just being like, shit, I'm, like I'm not gonna be able to get half of this stuff home, mm-hmm. uh, and. I th- there was some stuff that I had to ship back, but it wasn't like a ton. It was like maybe six kits and six of the smaller kits. Um, but at one point we uh, stumbled across the Tamashii Nations store in Tokyo. And like, I was just like, oh, let's go in. Like, I just want to see what it looks like. And they had all like, they had these crazy Star Wars figures set up because um, it was Star Wars time when we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a, a Gundam figure that you could only buy in that store. And I was just like, I don't know, like, do I really need this? And then my girlfriend was like, you're, you're only going to get it here. Like, do you, so either get it or like, 
you're not going to find or it somewhere. It for the rest of your life. Or you're not going to find it anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. And I was oh, just yeah, like, all right, if she's convincing me to get it, like, fuck it. Like, yeah. might, might as well. So I got it. It's a great figure. Normally, um, you have to convince the girlfriend to let you buy the nerdy shit. And that's really what it was. <laughs> I was just like, well, if she's doing the convincing, then I guess this is okay. I'm off, <laughs> like, the, I'm off the hook. Yeah. Um, so we had a, I had a blast the, the first week and, and like a great time the second week. We mm-hmm. went to Disney as well, which was fucking packed. And like Disney's open all year there. Yeah, but it also would have been like school vacation, I assume. No, because they don't celebrate any of that stuff. Oh, they don't like get a week off at Christmas time? No, they get Golden Week, which is like I think in May. Um, and that's when like all the Japanese holidays kind of line up or within that week. Oh, that's when all the Persona games go on sale on the PlayStation store. <laughs> and because of, because of Golden Week yeah, and Persona, yeah. yes. Uh, everything opens like three hours <laughs> later on New Year's Day. Yeah. Was, like, or not at all. To, to re- like the reaction. Yeah. Like I remember like walking around going like, oh, it's like 11 o'clock. Like why the fuck is everything closed? And it was like, oh yeah, New Year's Day. So, mm-hmm. but then it, once like one o'clock rolled around, everything started opening up again. Well, and she was all, con- she was like, man, there's usually like hundreds of people here and like everyone goes home for the holidays. And so she's like, everyone's gone and the city is quiet and this is nice. But yeah. we like, we had plans to go get dinner and the place we went was closed at that point. So that was a little bit disappointing. So, like, they get time around New Year's off, but, I mean, Christmas isn't a holiday. She yeah. had to work on Christmas. Now, I did see that you guys went to the Pokemon Cafe. How was that? Yeah, it was... You pay for the experience. The, the food wasn't very good. The food was pretty... The desserts were great. But yeah, the, the desserts were great. The actual food was very meh. Um, like, the presentation of it all is great. It looks great. You, like, you look at it and you're like, wow, that looks just like Pikachu. And uh, then you're like, this is bland as shit. A Pikachu tastes terrible. <laughs> mm, I can imagine that. When, when you uh, when you eat a Pikachu. Uh, it wasn't terrible. It just it was yeah, fairly lackluster. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I guess saying terrible is a bit harsh. It's it meant just, for children. Yeah, it's just not good. <laughs> now, they don't take it to the Passable. extreme where like you're eating instead of like a steak. It's like, oh, this is a Bulbasaur. Like you're not eating Pokemon. You're no, just eating it's just shaped, in the like, shapes okay. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. My thing was just... Uh, like egg rice shaped like Pikachu. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a shame. I feel like it would be cooler to be like, this is a Charmander where it's like some curried something or other. And it's like, Oh, it's spicy. Cause it's Charmander. Um, but I could understand not wanting that to might be traumatizing ch- to the yeah. children. Yeah. But there are so Have many... you ever wondered what Pikachu meat tastes like? They eat Pokemon, right? Like they've the never said, uh, Miltank, uh, the cow gets, I mean, you get your milk from the milk. Yeah. And it's these are Moo Moo milk. It even says on mm-hmm. it. Um, and then there was one Pokemon that I actually encountered recently when I was playing it that said something about like, uh, like people let it live longer so it grows so that like its meat is tastier or something like that. And I was like, oh, there's one that they eat. Okay. And I think they like talk about eating slowpoke <laughs> tail or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was, was a like slowpoke that they encountered with a with no tail, and they were like, oh, it's a delicacy. So like he lost his and it got eaten. Hmm. Um, but no, that's not actual Pokemon flavored stuff. Darn. There was a giant yeah, chef shame. Pikachu that came mm-hmm. out to dance in front of everyone. Oh, um, and it was a- adorable. Uh, and then it went on longer than I was expecting it to. Well, because like, <laughs> like it goes, after a while, it goes it was, like, to every like, table, like, but shorter this. than you'd hoped. <laughs> I was like, hurry this the fuck up. Yeah. It goes to every table, so like it greets like the, the people. When you when you come in, you're given a seat. You have to have a reservation, so you're given yeah, yeah. like a spot. Um, and so like Joe and I sat down. Actually, we, when I went the second time, I was only just one seat away from where we sat before. But the Pikachu will go around and greet everyone. But the first time I went, it was kind of cute because the guide was like going up to the empty tables and just being like, oh, where are they? Are they underneath the table? Like, did they not come? And so... 
uh, like it would guide them around and you'd shake its hand and get your picture taken if you wanted to. Um, and then when it saw Evie, it would like pet Evie and said, and she was like, Oh, do you miss your friend? And like the Pikachu would like pet it and act all sad and then kind of keep going, which was cute. Um, but it was more of a, the event was the the fun thing than Mm -hmm. the food. Although the, uh, the desserts were pretty great. Um, I got Joe got the um, uh, cheesecake, Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff cheesecake, cheesecake. Oh. Putin cheesecake. Did it put you to sleep? No, uh, no. Uh, got a little logy. Okay, yeah, bit of the itis. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, and then I got some uh, metal. In the what's the uh, sad chameleon in I don't remember English? His name the the blue one. I don't know. It, uh, it's sad chameleon, if I recall. Well, metal I... is the the Japanese name. It's the, like sad chameleon. Um, I got like uh, pancakes with that, and or it was like pancakes and and um and cake underneath it, and yeah, it had like, like a, cake. a lemon like sauce dribbled over it. It was really good. That sounds good. Um, but then like the meal I got was um Pikachu curry, which was like the blandest fucking curry you've ever had. Nice. Um, but it was it was more about the the fun event, and then yeah, we yeah. also went to the Common Rider Diner, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. Uh, but it was kind of funny because like. You could tell that the person, like, it was inside of a hotel, so we had to walk through the lobby of a hotel, and the lady, like, stops us. She's like, where are we going? And I was like, oh, we're coming right to the diner. She's like, do you have reservations? And we're like, yeah, we do. And she's like, okay, come on. <laughs> like, she must have been used to just people coming in and, like, wanting to storm up there. Well, especially foreigners, too, I would assume. They're like, maybe yeah. have known that you needed to do that and just thinking, like, oh, I oh, was reading. Oh, there's a restaurant over yeah. here. Let's go. I was reading in the guidebook that it exists. Right. And- well, and, like, the fact that, like, I was understanding her and answering her in Japanese, I think, also set her at ease a little yeah. bit. But then, I, like, we get up there, and, like, none of the staff was super friendly. Um, and the place is relatively So they're empty. the villains of the Common Rider Diner. I guess. Um, and the food was... I, I mean, I didn't get anything major. Uh, I got just, like, pot stickers because uh, I was going out later that night, I think. Um, and then, like, the drinks were, like, Common Rider shaped. And you got curry again no it was it was like tomato soup oh yeah that's i right. thought it was curry and then i was like oh this is just tomato soup <laughs> yeah and even the descriptions in the menu didn't actually tell you what it was it just told you like what it was based on yeah like what show is this from so i'm oh. like looking at it going like all right it's clearly rice and there's clearly a soup around it and yeah I which is like, normally I thought curry. it was curry because that's what all the soup everywhere was and yeah. i got it i'm like nope this is just spicy tomato soup yeah okay so i just ate rice and tomato soup but you got like, it was not that good. You got little uh, like coaster tiny dishes with the common writer logos on them, which was cool. Um, and, like she had to like let us know. She's like, "There's a there's a table fee." And we're like, "I'm like, all right." There's a lot of restaurants you get you have to pay instead of like there's tipping's not a thing there. Yeah. So uh, a lot of these places that you make reservations, they charge you for just sitting at a table. So it was I think eight bucks or five bucks or something like that. Just so to, tip. just to sit there. <laughs> Well, and then they give you a gift. So, like, they give us those little tiny little oh, plates. Cool. So, like, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, and it's a customary thing that's ancient and probably has carried over from time to time. So, yeah. um, but I mean, it was okay. There was a lot of. Um, it was mainly just to go and like look at all the like props. Yeah, there was like a lot of props and stuff. Yeah, they yeah. had the two common rider, like the, the two main common rider suits there, which was cool. And then they had like the giant chair that you sat in. Mm-hmm. And they then a... like all the toys and action figures were all over the place. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did a giant stuffed common rider come and dance at your table too? Unfortunately not. No, yeah. it was it was very uh, blank of like stuff hmm. happening. It was just a lot of things that were around you. 
Um, but we did see the commercial for the movie, and I was like, oh, Joe, you can go see the movie in Japanese and get the, like, ID cards. Or ID card. I didn't know that was both of them, but then you ended up going to see the movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Couldn't understand a thing they were saying, but I watched it. <laughs> but you got the ID cards, though. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you could understand the general Oh, yeah, I, like, I could follow along with what was going on. You've seen on. enough Common Rider to know. That. Yeah, yeah, I know the characters, I know what they're talking, like, what they're generally referring to and shit. Yeah. So I was able to follow with are. the plot, even though yeah. I couldn't understand them. And we went to a couple arcades. Well, we went to a bunch of arcades, but I think we only really played a couple things. Yeah, like, uh, arcades are... Everywhere, they're everywhere, but it's like all like crane machines for the, the most part. Machines and no, oh, well, Chico's indifferent. Yeah, those are just casinos essentially. Yeah, yeah. Like... So that's where like old guys go and smoke. So it's all separated from. Well, I mean, who are we talking to here? We're talking to this old guy. Yeah, could have been where he wanted to go. He did. You did say you wanted to go in there. I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> They generally also don't allow foreigners unless you're with someone else. He wanted to be amongst his people. Old, old, yeah, old and smelly. There you go. Yeah. How dare you, John? You ruined his vacation. Uh, <laughs> but, so, what was the what was like your favorite thing that you did when you were over there? Can you pick one? Uh, I think. I mean, as silly as it sounds, like seeing the one scale Gundam was mm-hmm. pretty astounding. But like, I mean, I went there to be with someone, so like, yeah. just being with her for the week was fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh. And sentimental. No, I Joe think Joe was alone. saying that he. I thought it's it was not me. him. <laughs> I thought I was the one person. But you didn't let me finish. <laughs> But it was fun to yeah, he's finished. it was fun to walk around with <laughs> Joe and I mean to like help help you get stuff and like the the like start of my trip was the funniest part was when we went down to the the Mandarake that didn't exist and you round the corner and just like the look on your face and then you were like John I fucked up <laughs> and I was like why and you're like I want all of these <laughs> but like the very first place we went to was like and this is a place where I'm gonna spend all of my money yeah. Yeah. And then some. Yeah. But and I was like. I ended up spending like 800 bucks. <laughs> well, I was like standing next to you to see if you needed help or anything like that. But then you were just like kind of just in a fugue of just like shit. <laughs> There's so much stuff. And then you're like, buy. this is what I came for, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, it was fun just to like live through you, like when you were seeing all the stuff you wanted to see. And like you found a figure that was like usually 100 bucks and it was what, 40 because of a tiny hairline crack and then well that was at a different crotch well i'm just saying like in general like you're finding all these things that like you normally can't find anywhere else yeah yeah i mean i saved a lot of money in comparison to buying them like here i just had to spend two thousand dollars to get there yeah Yeah. that was the the finder's fee (laughs) yeah that's fair though was there anything that you didn't get to do or didn't get to buy that you were like i'm kind of bummed i couldn't find that or that we just didn't have time to go to that thing um yeah i'm sure there was uh, there was like a couple concerts i kind of wanted to go to um, I ended up going to two concerts when I was there. Um, one was like a, an idol show and one was like a metal show. Um, the metal show was really cool because uh, the vocalist, it was like his birthday concert. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, cl- I clearly I don't look like I'm a Japanese person. So he could see me and like at one point he like pointed to me and like gave me like the metal fingers and like a crowd of people. Um, and I like the guitarist did the same thing later on, which was cool. And sure. like talking to a friend of mine who like kind of knows the band or like she's like cordial with him she said that like that probably made his night more than like the fact that they had a birthday live but the fact that like they find a foreigner in the a concert of theirs away from the other side of the world to yeah. watch yeah. him perform yeah, yeah. so she's like as much as that was cool to you it probably made his entire night so i was like oh that's fun so there was a couple of the concerts i wanted to go to we didn't end up going to um 
there was a bunch of restaurants I wanted to go to. Mm. One we went to, and it was just sold out. Like once they have, you need a reservation. One, no, like once they have their like made item. Oh yeah, it yeah. was it was gone. Um, and then I wanted to go to Ichiran, which is a place I always wanted to go to before. I should have gone with Joe. Um, but like it's like you sit in a booth, you're not allowed to talk, you just eat your ramen. Like it's supposed it's to be like all thing about to go food. To with Joe. Yeah. <laughs> um, Normally, I don't shut up. I know. That's what I'm saying. And I didn't go to about this ramen. Hey, ramen. <laughs> I didn't go to a Tokyo Sky Tree either. Hmm. Um, and it ended up being a lot of money. Like it was like forty bucks to go. Wow. And I was like, eh. And Tokyo Tower was like right near her apartment, so we went to Tokyo Tower, and that was fine. Nice. And then I oh, got up to Tokyo Tower and realized I was afraid of heights. Or not? A, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of like looking down. Buildings. Yeah. Like I'm fine in airplanes. I'm fine on roller coasters and stuff like that. But like for some reason, I just feel like this building's gonna fall over right now. I've seen too many Godzilla movies, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's all them <laughs> Daikaiju movies. Yeah. Exactly. That's, um, that was your problem. Yeah. But it was it was a blast. I had a ton of fun just playing Pokemon Go, walking around the city, mm-hmm. which was, I mean, as stupid and silly as that sounds. Like, like we when we were in waiting in line in like Disney, everything's a Pokestop and everything's a gym. So like, we crushed like a bunch of gyms just sitting and waiting for the Toy Story ride, and like I caught a bunch of like um, like limited Pikachu's that have like winter hats on them and stuff. Yeah. I caught my first shiny when I was there. Nice. Yeah, so just, like, the small stuff was super fun. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of, like, Japanese-exclusive Pokemon that you can only get over there or yeah. in Asia in general. So. Yeah, there was a couple, and she was like, she was like, oh, I can trade with you. And I was like, yeah. yes, you can. And she's like, what American stuff do you have? All, so, all of it. So, so much. So I was like, here's my Tauros. You can have that. And I got a couple. There was, like, three Japanese exclusives that exist. A lot of them, they were, like, Farfetch'd was exclusive at one point, mm-hmm. and then it's not anymore. So, like, a lot of the stuff is exclusive temporarily, but not full-time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I put my Gyarados in the gym at the um, Ghibli Museum and, like, took a screenshot of it and then got it back 19 hours later. And she's like, you defended it for 19 hours? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure people aren't, like, yeah. super gung-ho about playing Pokemon Go while they're in a museum. So, yeah. yeah. But nice. it was it was great. It was hard to come back. And, um, like, took me a while to actually get caught up on sleep and get used to the time zone difference because yeah, joe still isn't looking at it. he's taking a nap over yeah mm-hmm. it's like 14 hours difference but it was great we ate lots of food joe had curry every night pretty much mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> give me some fucking coco ichibanya that, how high did you go number wise uh i think five was highest i went and it was it and it was pretty spicy yeah yeah it, it was it was at the point where it's like I could go higher, but at that point, like, you're just you're not just enjoying, not enjoying the food. Yeah. You're just doing it to prove that you can. Yeah. For reference, what's the highest number you could go to? Ten. Uh, ten. Oh, wow. Yeah. But like, it's, you can't go higher than five unless... You can't go higher than four unless you get four, and then they give you a card. And then the next time you order... So you have to have like an ID to get five? Like legit, yes. you You need to eat the next one in order for them to let you eat the next one. So it's... Wow. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. So like a friend so of mine got up to eight. you can do it kind of thing. But he like ate eight and then instantly started hiccuping. And I was like, is it spicy? He's like, yep. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh. a, it's a bit spicy. And I was like, why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah, no thank you. It doesn't sound fun. But we found like restaurants where a lot of the restaurants, like the smaller stuff, you um, pay at a uh, uh, vending machine mm-hmm. and you like push the button of the food you want. Yeah, yeah. And they just give you a ticket and then you just walk in and give the chef a ticket so they don't have to deal with money or they don't have to deal with like taking actual orders and stuff like that. So like Joe and I were walking around one day and I was like, what do you want to eat? He's like, I don't know. And so we just walked around and I was like, well, this is easy and this will like give you an explanation of like what you can do at a lot of restaurants. Like a lot of ramen chains are like that too. 
So we got um, some udon noodles and um, uh, oh, yeah, pork cutlet. Uh, uh, katsudon. It was actually chicken. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> Better? <laughs> uh, breaded chicken on, on, yeah. on rice. Um, and it was six bucks. So it was dirt cheap nice. and like local and freshly made. Like they made their own noodles and everything there too. Um, so I love Japanese cuisine. Everyone's like, oh, do you like sushi? Like, not really, but that's not really the main thing that they eat over there. So, I mean, it is good though. We, I did go to uh, um, Sushido, which is like conveyor belt sushi, mm-hmm. and had some fish, but like I didn't eat like a ton of fish. Um, we also went there like late at night, so like a lot of the fried stuff was gone. Um, but like you can get like ramen there and stuff like that. And you mm-hmm. order on a little screen, yeah, and then like it, it'll come directly to you, or you can just pull the, the ones off the the underneath yeah. there's like two train or you know rally racks around the so the the bottom ones are like the most common stuff so you can just grab those if you want um and then if you order stuff it comes on the top but then after um there's like a little chute in your in your uh table and you put the uh empty plates down the chute and after five plates the little video plays and like it's some sort of competition or whatever it's not a game or anything like that it's just a roulette um, but then you can like win prizes. It's just for kids. Um, so we like kids we, who eat five plates. Well, I mean, you go there with your family. Oh, so. true. true. Um, so we ate uh, like five plates, lost, ate another five plates, and then we won. And it was like a little Star Wars magnet that had Dio, the the new droid on mm-hmm. it. Um, but I think we ate like eighteen plates total. But they're a dollar to two dollars a piece. Yeah, so it's, not, it's not bad. It's dirt cheap. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you back. Uh, since you've been going on and uh, explaining what you've been, let's just start with you. And what did you play this week? So I got the Taiko Drum for um, mm-hmm. Switch. So I played the crap out of that. Now, you didn't get the actual drum like Joe did, right? You're no, just playing standard on the Switch. No, I didn't find it. Joe ended up finding it somewhere. And yeah, I only found it at one place. Yeah, yeah you sent me a text and I there. didn't get it until I got home. Uh, we had little pocket Wi-Fi things and the company we ordered from, the, they sucked. Hmm. Like the battery lasted probably six hours at the most um so it was a good thing we brought our battery backups but at one point my battery backup had died and then my pocket wi-fi died so uh i didn't get the drum but it has motion controls so you can just use the the joy cons if you want yeah they they do a decent enough job um the like hitting the side part is hard you gotta like like use your wrist but if you're too elaborate it doesn't know what to do so you just miss the hit oh that sucks um so like a lot of the times i was like doing it like i was punching the tv sort of thing and then like you when i actually wanted... punch the tv though no right. okay good. um well it, it would be my TV. that is problematic well but that is problematic i did in general with motion control games, i so. did put the wristband on good and threw one at the screen and didn't hit the screen but at one point it slipped out of my hands and i was like oh it's a good thing i have this wrist strap on thanks mm-hmm. nintendo yeah um but then I just like learned to like instead of if you wanted to hit the ones on the side, just turn your wrist in towards yourself, and then like instead of like hooking the thing, I would just go like this. Mm. You know, I would just turn my wrist and then hit it. Yeah, sometimes less is more with those motion controls. And that's really what it said. Games. At one point, it was like it gives you like little tips on the loading screen. It was just like if you're too elaborate, it won't like notice your movements. Yeah, it doesn't. Just doesn't know. No, but I use the button controls for most of the time anyway because I. I I think I told you, like, the first time I played it, I played it for, like, an hour and a half, and I was, like, sweating balls afterwards. And I was like, wow, I'm going really hard on this game that's a children's drumming game. Listen, one time, switch. one summer, uh, rock band drums was my, like, workout routine. I'm but that's, like, there, actual, like, like, I mean, not actual, but, like, that's more than just moving your arms left and right, you know? Not really. I mean, there's the foot pedal, but it's mostly just flailing my arms left and right. I guess. Um, 
So I, I played a bunch of that. And then my like go-to game on the airplane, which I actually played things on the airplane. Nice. Um, was uh, Katana Zero. And that game is fucking great. Um, I wish I could put it retroactively on my like favorite games of last year. Nope, can't do it. Um, but that's that's come and gone. Yeah, no no adjustments to the list whatsoever. No. Oh, did you did you think of your game of the millennia? No, I didn't think of it. I didn't. Yeah. Or decade or whatever the fuck it is. Decade. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, not millennia. Nope. Um, but I beat that yesterday. I played a bunch of it on the plane there, and I played a bunch of it on the plane back. Um, it's a lot longer than I thought it would be. That's good. Which is very good because it feel it's like one of those just like quick action games like Twitch, uh, you know, control sort of thing where you control time and you can do certain things like you can slow down time you can like deflect blades back and stuff like that it's like a sprite based like kind of retro-y looking thing um but like since you know the future it can control the future like every time you die he just goes no that won't work and then finally when you kill everyone in the room he goes oh yeah that'll do and then it'll show it to you in real time so like it's like what really happened yeah um but the story is intense and super insane like it's uh, it's like super hot and the fact that it's like kind of mind fucky um, which was awesome and like they have a dialogue thing where if you don't want to talk to someone there's like a it gives you a timing bar of, of when to respond and if you hit anywhere in the red it'll just like cut them off whatever with whatever that response is mm-hmm. so like if you just want to be a dick you can just like just cut everyone off in their sentences and stuff and they recognize that you're like interrupting you yeah them. they'll be like oh fine whatever if you don't want to hear me what i have to say then whatever yeah and it all it all influences like stuff later on in the game i'm kind of regret getting on a switch like i wish it came out in the xbox because there are achievements for it because it was originally a steam game mm. um so like i kind of want to go back and get all the achievements because there's like a bunch of keys and stuff you get they don't physically do anything um in the game except for like one thing there's an optional boss that i didn't end up getting because i didn't know what like i didn't wasn't controlling i was just answering the way i would answer in real yeah. life um so like when i got to the ending i was just like oh that's it I, I knew there was like another something in here and i was just like oh well but it does it leaves it very much open for another game or dlc or something like that but it's fucking fantastic cool yeah so i played those two games and that's other than pokemon go which i played a shitload of when I was there. That's it. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Joe? What did you play this week? Uh, I was looking forward to uh, Dragon Ball uh, Kakarot, Kakarot. Uh, mm-hmm. coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, oh, I need something to play beforehand. Yeah. Because I really, I mean, I have a million things I haven't actually played. But You? Uh, no, I, I don't play that for a second. I have a backlog fucking massive backlog fill this room uh, but instead of playing any of those games I own <laughs> you already, bought another one. <laughs> I decided to go and buy another game um, so I bought uh, gra- well I bought two games I bought Gravity Rush Remastered and Gravity Rush 2 okay um, full, knowing full well that I was not going to be able to play both of those games or one of them before Dragon Ball Kakarot came out correct um, and then I played Dragon Ball Kakarot and then I went back to playing Gravity Rush <laughs> did so you, you get a physical Gravity copy Rush. of it? No, just I bought them digitally. Because the first one, there are physical copies that exist, but they're, they're super yeah, fucking rare. They're, like they're hundreds of dollars rare. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I looked um, for that, and I was like, all right, no, well, fuck that. I'll just buy it for 30 bucks on PSN. Okay. Um, now, had you played Gravity Rush before? No. Gravity Rush was one of those games that I know about. Like, I obviously, I've seen the box. I you know selling copies and stuff yeah um the the, the vita one at least yeah. back in the day uh and i know that like people like it mm-hmm. 
Uh, I've heard good things about it, but I know or I knew absolutely nothing about the game. Yeah, I played the first, I think, two levels because it was one of the very first. I think it might have been the second free Vita game with PlayStation Plus. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I had I had it on Vita. Yeah, like I looked at my uh, game catalog list. or whatever, yeah. my download list, and it was there on the Vita. But I was like, eh, I'm going to play it on the PlayStation. Yeah, I uh, on I, the PS4. I don't remember liking it super intensely but i don't remember hating it either it was just one of those things where, like i played a couple levels and i was like uh something else came out or i put it down or whatever yeah. well, uh, i do like it yes you do yeah uh like i said i i didn't really know much about it i just knew it was a game and it had something to do with gravity uh, wow. like a, yeah you nailed it surprise yeah do you rush at some point uh you can if yeah. you if you feel like it um but the uh the game is very good. Um, I, it deserves all the hype and everything that I had heard about it in the past. Um, because it's just a very, very fun open world game to play. Uh, which I wasn't even really aware that it was open world at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's an open world game. Um, and you traverse around the world just by shifting like your character's personal gravity. So like you can just shift the gravity, reverse it, so she just shoots straight up in the air. And then change the flow of the gravity so that you're moving in different directions while you're doing that. So like you just travel around by falling in different directions, essentially. Um, and it gets to be very, very fun. It, like I, I was kind of playing, like um, thinking of along the lines of Spider-Man. You so know? you're just like floating around the city. Yes. Yeah, so, but you're falling around the city. Yeah. Which makes falling it kind of style. interesting. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and it's just even the little things in terms of that, like, when she's doing it, she's not flying around. You know, she's not flying like Superman in certain directions. She's just tumbling through the air, like mm-hmm. flailing around, going like, oh shit, I'm falling, kind of thing. Damn you, gravity. Yeah, so it, she's it, doing it to herself, though. Well, yeah, I mean, she's controlling it, but it is very much like if, you know, all of a sudden the gravity in this room, if you shifted, you would just fall backwards into the wall. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't be like shooting off, you know, like Superman. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's very interesting visually the way that she travels around. And it's fun because, like, you're just kind of throwing yourself around all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I like open world games. I like especially, like, bombastic ones like, you know, like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know, swinging around. Like uh, yeah. Crackdown where you're jumping around and hopping around. Yeah. Something more than just walking, running, or right. driving. Yeah, yeah. GTA. Yeah. So, it is very fun to just kind of travel around the world kind of thing. Um, the, I mean, I'm just playing Gravity Rush 1. It's very clear, the, the remaster of the first one. So it's still mm-hmm. very clearly a Vita game. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to like a fully fledged PS4 game. Um, so like character animations are a bit wonky. Uh, it's just like static comic book style cutscenes yep. of just like hand drawn images. Um, Did you use the trackpad at all? Because I feel like there was touch controls in the first one, but I don't remember if that was like a forced thing or something you could turn off. Uh, the, the trackpad just like uh, activates the map. Okay. As far as I can tell, I don't know. Is there if motion controls used. as well? There is like tilt controls. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's only for the cutscenes. Gotcha. Like you can like move and like interact with the the cutscene mm-hmm. static images by like tilting them around, but that's just about it. Um, so the like I said, the the story. Uh, you can kind of always tell that like Vita games didn't get the the initial A plus treatment kind of thing. Um, but like I said, just the actual like transversal of the game, the going around, um, the like uh, orb hunting aspect of it, collecting all the uh, different things that are hidden all over, around the map, 
Um, that's just the kind of stuff I always talked about that I just enjoy. Like I just like enjoying the exploring aspect of yeah. things. Um, and it's very, very fun with exploring things, especially with the different kind of manipulation of the gravity. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of aspects that aren't great. The combat's not exactly very fun because the combat is just like falling into the enemies and like bouncing off of them. Um, like you can run around and punch and kick and stuff, but the, the controls aren't very precise. Uh, the actual, you know, isn't it like you're just supposed to rush fall into them and like, yeah. that's how you do damage. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Like you just have to like, kind of like fall away and then fall back at them. Yeah. Um, so it's not very like impactful or that's well, very it's, it's very impactful. It's, very impactful. <laughs> it's all about impacting, but, yeah. um, you don't really feel like you're doing much other no. than just kind of like throwing yourself around. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the environments, it's it's very weird because, like, the environments are both very, very good and bad at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a Vita game, so. Yeah, well, in, in terms of, like, the, the basic structure of the world is very good. Like, the architecture of everything looks very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because it is just a Vita game, like, it's very dull, um, very kind of bland. So it's like the shape of everything is really cool, but the overall presentation of it isn't that great mm-hmm. like everything is very very gray or brown it's not very colorful at all it's like the almost like the epitome of the like brown gears of war like yeah the gears of war like yeah. colorless brown every game that came out in 2012 yeah yeah which is i think when this game came out probably yeah so, so, so it makes sense yeah yeah it's yeah. It, it, it it it's that to the 10th degree um but, like I said, I'm just having a lot of fun with the world of the game. Um, and I just kind of want to get through this one so that I can get to the Gravity Rush 2, which I'm assuming will probably be a lot better because that one was actually made for PS4. So At the did same you... time, I feel like it's more of the same, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that at least, like, graphically it's a lot more impressive. I'm hoping it's a little bit more colorful. Um, and I'm hoping that the controls are a little bit tighter and that maybe they've kind of, you know... Uh, enhance the the combat and stuff i'm not really sure like i said i didn't even really know what the game was until i had bought it so it could just be that the second one is just more of the same uh, but i'm hoping not so you got this to prepare for kakarot yeah now that kakarot's out yeah and then kakarot came out on friday and i played some kakarot and then i went back to playing gravity rush (laughs) so is it not good or just you're not in the mode it's i don't know like I, I, I haven't really haven't played enough to give a very, like, I can't say it's bad or good yeah. uh, just because I've only played, like, the opening areas of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it has the exact, the, the problem that I, I had with it so far is the exact problem that I knew I was going to have with it, which is I have done this over and over, over and yeah. over and over Because it's just the, the same it, saga. Yeah, because it is just retelling that stuff. And it's like, uh, the thing was like, yeah, we're going to retell the story of Goku, but now there's going to be like more stuff in that, that like that was going on behind the scenes or like that was un- unattributed to... We've added tail fishing. Yeah, so it was like, we're, there's going to be so much more stuff that you didn't see in the show or in like the other games. So like... Uh, you just haven't Did, gotten to it yet. Though. Well, no, no. Like, I, I have gotten to that stuff. <laughs> That's the problem. So, like... Did you know that before the beginning of the TV series, when Goku went to meet Master Roshi and show him Gohan, him and Gohan went apple picking? What? Dude, yeah. Spoilers. You go around with your son and pick apples. John was gonna play this game. Yeah. They just spoiled that for him. I can't believe it. And did you know that when Goku did get to, to Master Roshi's house, 
he had to help Master Roshi find his lost magazine? Oh my god. Yeah. Why? You had to go and find where Master Roshi's pet turtle hit his magazine. Like a dirty magazine? It or? was a dirty, it is a dirty magazine. magazine. Yeah. That Master Roshi, that little dog. Yeah, he is. Joe, did you see there's a there's a clothing company in Japan called Uniqlo? They had uh uh like they they uh, do collaborations with other companies and stuff like that. They had one that was Jump, and they have a Master Roshi. Uh, oh, it's like a Hawaiian shirt? No, they have a Master Roshi hoodie, and it's just a long, bloody nose. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Master Roshi in the corner and just a long, bloody nose. And I was like, that's great. <laughs> but uh, so, like, from the stuff, and like I said, I've only played, like, the first two opening areas I, I can't really judge it off of that. Yeah, but, but it was very much like, oh, this is what it is. Yeah, this is the fluff that the the never before seen like stuff that you're gonna get to do, and it's just fluff filler, like father yeah. son time. It's like, okay. and especially in a thing off of like Dragon Ball, which is the show known for its like over the top, fast paced, ridiculous action and like constant shit going down. The beginning of the game was just like me walking through the woods slowly behind my son because like the sun is walking and you he's not walking to match your speed you have to walk to match his speed oh so this isn't a cut scene no this no isn't like it's a cut scene of apple picking on the way to master roshi no house. no this it's is... like the sun saying like we gotta go pick apples for mom so he like you have to follow him around as he goes from tree to tree going oh there's an apple in this tree no so you're just like walking slowly behind him and then he's like, all right, now we need to go catch a fish. And then you have to do the fish catching mini game. And all the time, I'm just like, I'm like, is this, this, this is fucking Dragon Ball, right? Like, why am I not punching things right now? Why are you not flying in a cloud through the, uh, the apple farm? Yeah. The apple orchard. Why? Just, yeah. Why am I not like running up the tree and punching the tree to make the apples yeah. fall off of it? Yeah. You're fucking Goku. Yeah. Like, come on. I could just blow up this entire forest and just, you know, just get the, the charred apple remains afterwards. Yeah. Boom. They're already cooked. They're perfect for the pie. Yeah. Apple pie is almost done. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, it was very much just like, oh, shit. Oh, it has to yeah. pick up. Yeah, it's right? gotta. Like I said, I played probably like 45 minutes of the game. Yeah, but if in 45 minutes all you did was pick apples and fish, that kind of, like, that well, I did get into thing. two fights. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there, this is it, just their way of saying, like, you can do these at any time, probably. Maybe. I don't know. But I feel like, like stuff like, like imagine if Breath of the Wild started and it's like, all right, you've woken up now. Time to learn how to cook. It's like, no, I'd rather do that like at, a little bit later. Like it can still be early on, but not the first thing that you do. I feel like that part of it is kind of just like, mm, okay. Yeah. 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 It's just paced wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also it, it is very much, you know, like you said, like if this is the stuff that is <laughs> they're, they're this is the new stuff. It's like, oh boy. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a million of other There's a brand things. new character that they added that like you're going to have to deal with later on, too. Yeah. Like a villain it's character. the apple guy. The guy who runs the apple orchard. He's the newest character. No, it's some... It's Banyu. Yeah. She's the sixth member of the Ginyu force. Yeah, Ginyu. Of course. Mm -hmm. I'm well aware of that force. But yeah, you I fight her all the way home from school. <laughs> as, as one does. Yes. Yeah, I ended up just going back to playing Gravity Rush because I was like, I'm enjoying Gravity Rush more than this. Yeah. So I'll give... Kakarot another try later on um, and then I played more Call of Duty surprisingly because it's a double XP weekend yeah. and I I honestly I just want to beat the season I just want to get that done like get to level 55 and then like lock everything and, what are you at now? Uh, uh, like 48 148 mm. 
Nice. So, yeah, I'm not very far from getting that done. I think the season ends on the 11th, so I got plenty of time to finish it. But I'm like, I, I just want to get that done. Yeah. And then hopefully not play Call of Duty again. No, but then you're just going to be compelled to play the next season. Yeah. I know. There's no reason to stop playing. Like, it's a good game. It's yeah, a if you're enjoying stuff it. To play, though. Every but time you're I'm playing Call of Duty. Uh, well, yeah, true. But, like, every time I'm playing Call of Duty, I'm like, I should be playing something else that has... I said this before. Like, I, I want to play something else that has more of a goal. That's why I set the goal of just beat Season 1. Yeah. But, like, I would rather... I am enjoying it, but I would rather, like, play a game where there is an ending to it as opposed to just continuously playing this over and over and over again. Mm. All right. That's fair. Just don't ever buy any more games then. Just only play Call of Duty. I can't do that. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what, do you, what do you think you're asking him here? That's not possible, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> if you're having this much fun just playing Call of Duty, you don't need to waste your money buying anything else, Joe. You know what's weird? Have it's you like, met Joe? <laughs> I'm giving him this new found reality that he has. Mm, no, he doesn't like that. No. Not yeah. like his brain is shorting out right yeah. now. I like stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Waste your money on games you'll never play. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's my mo. Yeah, that's his hobby. I have I I bought a game today that I was like I'm never gonna play this. Yeah. Don't yuck <laughs> his you yuck. buy? Uh, bought Children of Morta on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, just because I had a ten dollar coupon to Best Buy that was gonna expire, so I was like I gotta buy something with this coupon. <laughs> and he's bought literally everything else, so yeah, it had to be that. Mm-hmm. There you go. What about you? Um, so I, uh, turned on my PlayStation, just looking to, to try to do something earlier this week. And I received a message from PlayStation inviting me to join. To you specifically? Yes. To me specifically. Wow. Uh, cause you guys didn't get it. No. Uh, so it, I can only assume it was to me specifically, uh, and everybody else who. Who's played MLB. Yeah, probably. Uh, to join. Dear the, Adam, this is Mr. Sony. Yes. <laughs> Mr. PlayStation. How dare you? Oh yeah. Dear. Mr. Sony was his father. Yeah. Sony's his first name. Yeah, exactly. Um, to join the MLB 20 beta, uh, the new MLB, the show will come out in a month or two, I think end of March, beginning of April, like when to coincide with the start of the major league baseball season. Uh, and given the tumultuous week that baseball has had, I thought it was Was the the diamondbacks. No, not, not even close. Keep trying. Not even close. No, just keep trying. Uh, Astros. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything about it? Uh, they were using cameras to read the uh, signs so that they knew what the other team was going to be doing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, because you're the biggest sports fan in the group. Yeah. As we know. Uh, yeah. So that came out on Monday. The extent and the the depths of depravity that they went through to steal signs and banging trash cans and it's now spiraled even further out of control with unsubstantiated rumors and claims about like electronic buzzing devices being worn under jerseys and like. All these specialty tools that they were using to potentially cheat. So it was a pretty bombshell moment on Monday. Uh, and on that same day, I turned on my PlayStation like, do you want to play the baseball game? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Because virtual baseball is going to be oh so much better than real life baseball right now. Uh, and I was going to a, like a Red Sox fan event uh, this weekend. Oh, so. Imagine if they added Astro mode where you had to like try and cheat and not get caught. <laughs> yeah, like it's a mini, it's a drumming Your mini controller game. controller vibrates. No, it's a drumming mini game where you have to bang on the trash can when it's going to be a fastball, um, you know, to, to help your team. And the more the more hits your teammates get, the better you do with the drumming mini game. <laughs> Good idea, Joe. It's going to be a thing. Tyco Drum Master and MLB combined exactly. together. Yeah, you got to bang on the trash can when it's going to be a... Uh, a breaking ball, so it's like a specific sequence that you got to hit. Otherwise, your 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 guy's not going to get a hit. You're going to lose the game. <laughs> it's all up to you, bench coach. Yeah, didn't they fire like the coach and the owner or something? They fired the general manager. They fired the coach. 
Then the Red Sox fired their coach because oh. he was like the mastermind, I guess, of the whole thing because he used to work for the Astros in that season. Oh. Uh, and then the Mets fired their manager because he was a player who was also the mastermind oh. from the player side uh, on that team that he then like retired and wanted to become a manager. And he's now going to go down in history as the only Mets manager to never lose a game. <laughs> so because he's the only one that never played a game pretty impressive yes. uh yeah yeah he has the he has a hundred percent win ratio yeah, undefeated streak so super impressive hall of fame caliber mm. i mean if it wasn't for the cheating scandal he would definitely get in oh. now it's a little suspect from yeah. a coaching standpoint um so that little asterisks yeah exactly mm. uh so i went and played the the beta for mlb 20 the show which is not like a normal like you know games or whatever it's just uh the diamond dynasty mode which is their version of like fifa ultimate team or madden ultimate team where it's you just get random players assigned to your team and you just have to go play and try to uh try to get that done so i just played a couple different uh types of games they have just like play against the computer where you just pick a random mlb team to play against and you go up against them Uh, i was excited because in going to make my team I was like, oh, I'll be the yard goats or whatever. And, you know, so I'm like, Hartford, yard goats. Like, I picked all the colors. And then I went to go through, like, the audio clips, the pre-selected audio clips that they have. And yard goats was not one of them, despite the fact that that team is in the normal game. They don't have the audio for it, huh. for whatever reason. Did uh, they have the Hartford, at least? Uh, yeah, they had Hart. No, they had Connecticut. So they didn't even have Hartford. Weird. Uh, so, but they had Connecticut. But they didn't have goat. They didn't have yard goat. <laughs> they didn't have anything that, like... I could maybe use as right. the audio. Not even greatest of all time, goat. No, mm. nothing. Uh, no versions of goat whatsoever. Uh, but in scrolling through the list, I did see that they had Sand Nats as an audio clip, oh. uh, which was the Savannah, Georgia team where I went to school. Oh. Um, that was like the local single A minor league baseball team. So like a division. That's what they want Sand Nat. Yeah, a division below. The Yard Goats, so an even worse league. They had that, and that team hasn't existed for five years. But they had the audio for that, so I'm like, done deal. I'm doing that instead. Uh, so I was very excited about that. Uh, and then I started playing against the CPU, and I was using their new like uh, like button accuracy mode, which is awful. Oh, is that the meter? Yeah. So normally like there is a meter, but it's a meter that goes up, and you could just like stop on the way up. Mm. This is a meter that... like. You have to stop it in the, it's like, you know, uh, arch and you have to stop it exactly in the middle. And if it's not exactly in the middle, it was an error. Like you were watching me play. Yeah. And every time I threw the ball, it was an error. Yeah. It didn't matter if it was green, if it was orange, if it was red, if it wasn't directly smack dab in the center, it was an error. Yeah. And I was like, I, this is, it's unplayable right now. I like, I don't know what to do. This is, this is awful. Like if this is the game. And I couldn't change it in the middle of the game. So I was just like, um, I hope I can change it in the settings because otherwise I'm not going to have any fun whatsoever with this. And this is going to be a terrible experience and I'm not going to want to play this game anymore. Uh, but thankfully I was able to change the like the button styles in the main menu uh, to be more traditional of what there has been in the past. So I didn't have to worry about that That's anymore. Uh, and then immediately started winning games and doing better once I got rid of that. Uh, I also played in their quote-unquote battle royale mode, which apparently has been in there for years. I just never noticed it. It's not like anything battle royale-y even. It's basically you, again, get a random selection of players. Uh, This one gives you more control where it basically will show you four or five cards of players. And you have to be like, okay, I want this guy. And then it shows you another four. And you're like, okay, I want this guy. Until you – and it's all random – 
It's not like, all right, here are four choices for first baseman. It's all random. So you don't know, okay, am I going to get a better first baseman that comes along that I want instead? Mm -hmm. And so you just kind of fill out your team. And then once you fill out your team, you go and you play online. And in the battle royale, it's basically like you have two loss. It's three inning games. And once you get two losses, like you're done. And so the, the idea is to get as many wins in a row without getting two losses. Uh, so I started playing that this afternoon, which was fun. But, I mean, it's it's more MLB The Show. Joe, you remarked that it looked incredible. Even for just like a beta, you thought I was watching real baseball? Yeah, I, when I walked in, I thought it was actual baseball. Which is amazing, because you're like the biggest sports fan that we know. I know. And you were, yeah, my, and even you you were confused. my keen eyes would have picked out that it was not real. No. Uh, a friend came over the other day and had it in pause. So it was just like showing stats. And he looked at it real quick and was like, wait, what? What old game are you watching? That it's just like, like why are you watching a random old baseball game in the middle of January? Until he noticed the thing at the top that said like MLB The Show Twenty Beta, so he was confused. So, looks gorgeous. It looks like more fun baseballiness, and I really enjoyed Nineteen. The little bit I played of it uh, at the beginning, and then when it became a free PlayStation Plus game, I played it a whole bunch. So I might be keen to pick this year's up. Um, Does this have the same like? challenge mode that the 19 did it probably where will, it had like it, tasks and stuff yeah it probably will but not in the beta the oh, beta is specifically online. the diamond dynasty uh not necessarily online because you can play against the cpu it's just that diamond dynasty mode gotcha um for the beta so i don't know i had fun with it i'm uh, i'm gonna try to play it some more before it ends tomorrow i think so um that'll be good because i uh, i do enjoy me some baseball games mm-hmm. that's why i got the sports phenom award in our end of year PlayStation awards, um, which did that come out this week or was that last week? That was this week. Yeah, this week. Okay. Well, let's talk about that a little bit then. Cause we got our end of the year PlayStation numbers. Uh, Joe, I think you were the winner in terms of most hours played. Winner. Uh, yeah. Uh, we put these up on Twitter if you want to see them specifically, but, uh, what did you think of your, were you surprised by any of your stats that you got this week? Um, I was surprised I played as much Days Gone as I did. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, it was like, like 200 most... hours or something, wasn't it? No, it was like 88 hours. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, was So Days Gone was my highest played game. I would have thought it was Call of Duty at this point. Like, Call of Duty, I think, was second place with like 77 hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, wow, did I really play that much Days Gone? Like, but you got a fuck. platinum in it, right? Yeah, I platinumed it. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I still was like, I would have thought it would have been like, 40 Time hours just flew by. or something but it yeah, really did uh i mean i like days gone but i wouldn't have you know it didn't make it into my you know no. uh game of the year or anything like that no. um so yeah i was surprised that i spent that much time in it part of me wonders if it was like did i leave it on overnight at yeah. some point um the uh, i had uh 1276 total hours spent on my playstation which definitely feels like that is that even possible? Yeah, I was doing some math, and it basically equates to like... Eight hours a day or something like that? No, it's less than that. That was the one person that I saw that I sent you guys where it was like he was playing like eight hours a day. Yeah, he had like 3,300 Yeah, hours something ridiculous like that. Like that. Um, and I can only imagine that that must also include like YouTube and... Uh, it's like four hours a day, Joe. Amazon or anything like that. Maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't know. They don't they don't do a good job of like explaining what it is. Is this just strictly cuz like also with mine, like my biggest surprising thing was the online didn't add up cuz it said that I played like 35 hours of Apex Legends or something like that, but I only played 6 hours online total throughout the entire year. I'm like that that can't be right. Well, mine said I played 0 hours online and then it said I played 4 hours online playing Call of Duty. 
So it, it, the math is not correct yeah. anyway. So I like I even though I don't even think I played Call of Duty. I think I played your copy. We played split screen. Oh, so you I were logged in, in as your okay. account when we yeah. were doing that. Yeah. So like, but that didn't add because I'm like. I definitely didn't leave Apex Legends just on and idle for 25 hours. No. If I played 30-something hours of it and only six hours were online. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's an online-only game. There is no single player right. for it. So, that doesn't check out. Like, no. So, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I wasn't surprised by my award of Sports Phenom, given that I play Madden and NBA and MLB. And I, you know, put in 30 hours of Steep or whatever last, last year. So... Oh, that didn't surprise me. You guys both got the same action hunter or whatever. Action hero. Action hero. Which makes sense. Sekiro was your game of the year. That was also your most played. I think think it was like 110 hours. And then I had 40-something in Bloodstained, which was, I think, my number two game Mm -hmm. of the year. And then 20-something in Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a game I do not like and will never play again. Yeah. Um, But no one can accuse you of not trying. No. I apparently gave 20 hours of that game. But I think, like... I did a lot of just walking around and collecting stuff. But then, like, once I got to the story, I was just like, this game sucks. <laughs> or, sorry, the game doesn't suck. Lots of people like the game. I didn't like I didn't like it. Yeah, it's just not for you. Right. No, I just have to reiterate. I don't mm. like it when people say things suck. <laughs> um, it but, sucks. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like it. And I, I'll probably never go back and play it. But I, I, gave, it a, I gave it a shot. There you can't go. say I didn't. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. You absolutely tried it. Uh, all right, well, we'll jump right in now to the lightning round, not lightning round, since that starts with Sony news. So, lightning round. Uh, guys, we got this one wrong. We really did. We thought we knew everything, and turns out we don't. Uh, so, we officially got this one wrong when we assumed that uh, Sony, with the PlayStation 5 coming out in the fall, would return to E3 after taking a year off to show off the system, show off the system to people like get let people get hands-on with it, show off the games and the launch lineup and all the things that normally come with a new console launch. And they confirmed this week that, no, they're not coming back to E3. They are skipping it again. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I didn't get that wrong. I was the one that was saying this should not come back to E3. Even with the play- I feel like even with the PlayStation 5, this was something where, like, yeah, they'll probably come back next year and then... Cause I, think- I mean, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't have been surprised if they had, but I'm, my stance was just that, like, conventions like that are dead yeah. that, that was my stance so yeah. i was like yeah why would you do that when you can just do a state of play announcement kind of thing well um, to let people play the system like yeah. that's in most instances in most years yes state of plays work just fine youtube video releases work just fine letting uh you know journalists come and play the games that works just fine to get the news out there get the hype up there but for a new console the conventional wisdom has always been people need to play it like you need yeah, to play but, the Switch to understand it. You need to play the PS5 to see it for yourself. But Sony has always um, kind of circumvented. You know, they haven't like you know done it outright, but they're the ones that always always have like the the traveling roadshow truck yeah. that would drive around, and they would have all the systems hooked up in the back yeah. of a giant truck that people could play. Um, one of the things we were talking about coming from that was they did a pop up um, Sony event at one of their uh, Sony like testing facilities i don't know what the fuck the place was you said you had been there before oh the like the sony store in yeah. new york yeah yeah so they had a they're doing like a special sony event or playstation event at the sony store in new york yeah it's called um, experience playstation it runs from like now until february the 15th yeah it was like the the 14th and the 15th i think it was no it's like on it's like going it's on now well no, it's it started january 14th started oh, january yeah, yeah, 14th yeah, yeah, going yeah, to february yeah. 15th gotcha. i thought you meant the 14th to the 15th of february yeah. no no, no. <laughs> two days no 
Which would be, a, you know, a weekend specialty event. They've done those for two days before, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so I was saying, like, oh, well, maybe, like, towards the last couple of days of this, they'll be like, hey, and, like, you know, uh, five days before it's over, they'll fly all the reporters in. And yeah. Unveil it there, and then they'll just have it there for like five days for people to just come in and play with it or something. I don't know. They might do something like that. Yeah, I think that's the conventional wisdom now is that at some point during this thing is going to be the unveiling of the PlayStation 5. Whether or not normal people can come and play it, it remains to be seen. We don't know. It could be it ends today. Here's the unveiling. It's available today for journalists to play, and then that's it. See you at Gamescom, see you at Tokyo Game Show, see you at literally everything but E3. Hmm. Uh, because they did say, like, we're not skipping conventions altogether, we're just skipping E3. Like, there'll still be plenty of events throughout the year where we'll be bringing the PlayStation 5 for people to see and play. Um, but obviously, E3 being the biggest American one, for the most part, you'd think that would be the the main opportunity to show off the system. Since they didn't do a PSX last yeah. year because even when we talked about e3 we said oh if they do a psx in december there's your ps5 revealed there's when you get the playstation fans to go hands-on with it that makes sense then they can skip e3 but without that it seemed like a no-brainer they'd be back yeah well like e3 has always been the showiest mm-hmm. of these events like this is the one where you're expected to put on a huge display you're supposed to have this giant stage set up and do all of this stuff and, you know, put on a big hour-long presentation. A lot of the other ones are a bit more, like, uh, clinical. Like, you know, yeah. they're more just for showing stuff off. It's not really as much of a show. You know, you, you don't hear uh, when Tokyo Game Show comes around, people don't, like, get around to watch the... You don't have 100,000 people watching the live stream of the unveil. Like, yeah, you're that's just the thing where you're, like, see, you're just reading on... The, Kotaku or whatever w- yeah. was unveiled there kind of thing. Same thing with PAX and, and all those. It's just, we put games out and people will talk about them, not we needed to do an hour press conference with celebrity guests and, and all that. Yeah, and musical acts. And yeah. All that kind of shit. Um, Jeff Keighley. Mm, um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of surprised. They're not really, that was kind of my point, was like, you don't need this much show. Yeah. You can just put it out there, and now the internet will handle the de- this dissemination of information. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to waste all of this time and money planning out this gigantic show at this point. No. And I could have understood if they had said, we're not going to do a conference. We just want to let the game speak for themselves. But we're going to be on the show floor to let people play Yeah, that's the, the one. I'm, I guess that's the one I'm a little bit more shocked. That they would yeah. have no presence there. Yeah, they don't have to put on no a presence. show, like I said. But yeah, you would think they would at least have like a booth. Yeah. Just to let people play this new system, because theoretically there's going to be some feature of it or some piece that you have to play to believe, or you have to, like, it's hard to explain it, you just got to get your hands on it. You know, like, if the new controller is going to have those back buttons, you know, what is that going to be used for in the game? Like, you need to get your hands on that controller to see and feel what that's like. If those are used regularly, or if those are just auxiliary buttons, you know, we don't know. But I, I just I just assumed that uh and incorrectly obviously that this was going to be a thing where they're going to be back in some capacity maybe it's not the sony of old where it's 90 minutes and you know it's an orchestra and it's all this this stuff but to say no yeah we're, we're not coming again um is an even bigger blow i mean microsoft immediately came out with no we'll be there like we're of course going to be there we've got series x and 
Series Y and whatever other like version of the next Xbox. It's just the Xbox now. God damn it! It's so difficult. To talk it's not about. Series X anymore. Oh no! no, no. Series X is that box specifically. The Xbox is the the line of anything. So there's going to be a Series X, and then if there's a diskless one or a smaller hard drive one, it's going to be the Series G or something like. This is stupid. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's just the Xbox. It's not the Xbox 360. It's not the Xbox One. It's just the Xbox. Yeah. To make it different... more confusing for people yeah. to try and get the thing that they want. Correct. Yeah, yeah so... we, had, we had a whole thing because now when somebody says the Xbox, it's going to turn into a Which who's one? on first. Yeah. Where, like, oh, uh, the Xbox. Oh, the Xbox One? No, no, not the Xbox One. The original Xbox. No, just the other one. Yeah, because now the, the, the naming conventions go Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox. Well, an Xbox One X. <laughs> yeah. Xbox uh, Series X now. So when you say Xbox One, that could be two different Xboxes. But if you just say Xbox, that could be two different Xboxes. It could be four it's, different Xboxes. Yeah, it's just going to be yeah. fucking confusing. But they did say there'll be an E3, hopefully to clarify the name. <laughs> so that way we can... Or change it again. Yeah, uh, we can understand it better. Uh, I assume Nintendo will also be there, at least in the booth, and still do it direct the way that they normally do. They didn't make any kind of confirmation for it. But... Sony's intriguing this year. We, they've got a new console, and we still don't know about it. Uh, you know, we, you and I talked, Joe, and uh, a couple weeks ago was just like, okay, wh- when, like, when, when, when are we going to see it? You're just going to wake up, and it's just going to be in your room. <laughs> oh, did, did money come out of my wallet? Because if no, then that's awesome. Yeah, you're, that. you're 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 going to be five hundred bucks cheaper in the yeah. in the uh, in the bank account, and it's just going to be sitting there. So I don't have to go to the store and wait in line with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it works out deal i mean you gotta replace the window that they smashed to get in your house through it's it's tied to a brick for some reason (laughs) play this sucker with a note on it look you know you were gonna get it now you got it um i mean i guess if they threw it through the window and then i had to replace the window it should take that off the price of the the system yeah i mean you would think but yeah yeah (laughs) damn damn you that's the delivery fee yeah Uh, the 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 medical cost for the brain trauma that john got when it hit him after coming through the window oh yeah yeah if it lands anywhere in the house it's mine even if it goes through your window i just want to be clear about that they threw it all the way up there sure why not yeah. it was tied to a brick man they, they got a lot of loft yeah sure. the trajectory yeah yeah exactly they hit it with a catapult we're just going through they're like oh that guy plays games we know from his ip here we go <laughs> <He's> driving around <laughs> in the trebuchet on the back of a truck in the window there it is um yeah any other thoughts on sony skipping like i assume that it's gonna be I, like, it has to be at this experience place. I don't think it's going to be there. You don't think? When no, do it seems think? weird to like do it in New York out of all places. Well, it's just no, that they, they always do it. I think the PlayStation 4 was in New York. It's also the, that like, they unveiling had... of it. Really? I believe so. I'm trying to think. I All of them have been... In I, the States? I believe so. Uh, let's see. PS4 on... And it's also that they announced this event the day that they announced that they weren't going to be at E3. Yeah. So they said, we're not going to E3. Also, we're doing this event in New York starting tomorrow. <laughs> so the timing was very much like, oh, it seems about a... I mean, there could be a, you know, them trying to hide the fact that maybe it's not going to be at this thing. Yeah, it could be. You know, there's... Build up hype for this thing. And everyone goes and they're like, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah. I mean, it's a, like I said, it's a, a month-long event. So it could just be a month of like teasing and then... I mean, as of right now, Sony has done nothing but, like, kind of tease that something is coming, and then nothing comes, and everyone goes like, oh, we thought something was going to happen at this event. Yeah, the we most thought something was going to happen at this event. Was through, what, like a Wired article or something. Yeah. Um, so, but I, don't, I, I just don't 
think it's going to happen at this, if anything. Well, uh, David Jaffe apparently tweeted, uh, the P- this was on the 16th, so it was that Thursday? Yeah, he tweeted something about uh, PS5 reveal is less than four weeks away. Uh, Sony knows hardcore gamers are hanging on every scrap of info. And know that just because something dominates the conversation at the moment, that's an easy thing to change when they're ready to reveal, assuming the reveal is good. Uh, someone followed up and said, did they finally confirm when the reveal is happening? Uh, I didn't see it. Uh, and he says, I want to say it's the worst kept secret in games right now. February reveal like they did for PS4. So, oh, so I guess it is going to be at this thing then. Um, I mean, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Uh, Jabby did like do the delete those tweets and then like kind of walk it back saying like, oh, I mean, I don't know anything. I mean, I went to one of these when the GameCube came out. They had like the, the cube club where it was like in this like rundown bank and you went in and you could play like the GameCube and stuff before it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that was very much aimed. It wasn't the... the uh, wasn't the launching of a system the system had already been announced and shown off and stuff like that this was just the like get your hands on it to you know have hype or whatever yeah the, the press event kind of yeah thing. it was a lot of fun um so in early 2013 sony announced an event known as playstation meeting 2013 which was held in new york city and on february the 20th um was the the actual event to cover the future of playstation where it officially announced the playstation 4 so, so that was the announcement. It wasn't the, like showing off the system. The design of the console was unveiled in June at E3. So, oh, so, yeah, so first look was in June at E3. But mm-hmm. again, if they're not going to that. So yeah. that's why I figured maybe you do an unveiling. They've already confirmed the PS5 is real. So right. they don't need to unveil People have it. played it before. So if you don't need to unveil it and you don't need to show off. Like they haven't showed off tech demos or anything. But like we've seen the dev kits. We know they've confirmed the release window of the fall. So the only next logical step is show us the box, show us a game in the launch lineup, not necessarily the whole launch lineup. That will, that'll be things they save for Gamescom and other shows throughout the year. What if it looks exactly like the dev kit? I don't care. It's going to go, (laughs) it's going to go in an entertainment center and I don't really, it's ugly and I'll say that it's ugly, but it's not going to be like, that's it. I'm not buying it because it looks like a giant V. Yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah. It's not like I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. The thing could look like a pile of shit. You know, and be like, well, it's going to look ugly in the, uh, in the fucking display case. But at least my entertainment center is brown. Yeah. (laughs) So it's fine. It's fine. Um, Just as long as it's it's not those fucking. It's going to be very hard to dust. True. As long as it doesn't come with that fucking boomerang controller. True. And everything. (laughs) Yeah. And everything it points to says it's just going to look like the DualShock 4 and the DualShock 3. So. Fair enough. Uh, All right. Lightning round. Um, While we're looking forward to games. That we're going to play on the new system. Everything got delayed this week. If you were looking forward to a game, it got delayed. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's pretty, like, it almost felt like it was planned. <laughs> yeah. It was like a when it rains, it pours kind of thing. And I don't know if it was just the pressure was off these other studios to say, like, okay, we're not the first ones to delay a big spring release. Because it, like, in four subsequent days, we got four high profile ish games delayed well they're probably just like the first one did it and they're like well if someone else is going to do it we're going to announce ours and then everyone's like well let's just announce everything yeah Yeah. uh so the first one i believe i don't really remember the exact timeline but i think it was final fantasy 7 remake was the first one to announce it it was delayed i still maintain it's never coming out that was the last one i heard of and uh, these articles don't have dates on them, so I don't know which no. one was published it's, first. I mean, it's not important what came in order, so we can just run through the four that got delayed. So I was said, just going to say, like, if, if it was Final who, Fantasy, who Final Fantasy was oh, like, yeah. uh, we're delaying, and then at that point, then no, everybody else Avengers, was like, yeah, us too. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. 
uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Marvel's The Avengers, Cyberpunk 2077, and Iron Man VR all yeah. announced that they were getting delayed. Yep. Cyberpunk was, I think, kind of like the big, like, oh, shit, that's not ready yet. Fuck. Because that's obviously, that's the biggest of the four. I mean, Avengers is a hype. Uh, listen, Final Aven- Fantasy? I think no, Final Fantasy Cyber- is probably arguably the bigger one, though. Than Cyberpunk? Yeah. I don't know. Worldwide, definitely. I don't know. I feel like Cyberpunk is definitely the thing that like everyone's looking forward to. It's a follow-up to The Witcher. Like It's their first game since then, which was a critical smash success that people are still playing. That was the number one game on Steam last month and all these other things. Well, like, I'm saying worldwide. I think that probably Final Fantasy is the biggest. I would say if it was a new Final Fantasy, yes, but a remake. But this is also something that's been like in the work for 20 years. Almost. And something that people have been asking for for yeah. a very, very long time. Yeah. Ever since that ps3 tech demo from mm. fucking forever yeah. ago mm. since advent children came out mm. people are like is this gonna be what the game looks like and they're yeah. like yes <laughs> i mean it's definitely a toss-up between the two um i mean just me personally I like i'm mildly interested in cyberpunk but i'm definitely interested in final fantasy so i might just be well, biased at that point yeah do you see all the advertisement campaigns for final fantasy when we were in japan oh yeah it was on everywhere. fucking every train it was on every billboard it was everywhere yeah yeah and it's not i mean it obviously got delayed but like it wasn't gonna be out for another three months when we were there or four months when we were there yeah um, and it's only getting delayed a month it's just like a couple extra weeks of polish yeah, yeah so um, final fantasy was delayed from march 3rd to april 10th yeah uh, let me just go through these really quick. Uh, Final or uh, Marvel's Avengers was delayed um, uh, from May fifteenth to September fourth. So that one's a massive delay. Yeah, um, which is not surprising given the fact that a lot of people have kind of poo pooed the look of it a lot, and I feel like that will be something that will be heavy. I, I mean, I don't know if this is bug related, if this is game breaking related, or if this is just strictly update visuals and effects and things like that. Uh, Cyberpunk was pushed back from April to uh, September 17th, 2020. Mm-hmm. So that's also a, a very big pushback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Iron Man VR, which I don't think was really high on anybody's uh, list. This is kind of the, uh, <laughs> the bastard stepchild of this list. Well, you know, by the same token, though, this was the game that kicked off Sony's first ever state of play. So at least in their minds, it's a big deal for VR because it's their first like I think it's like the first real game that's a licensed game like that. Everything else has been experiences. I mean, even the Batman one was more of an experience than a game. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> by I announcing a full this flips game, yeah. by announcing this uh the delay that this is also just their way of getting people to talk about the game again. I mean, potentially, Possibly, yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, really? It was going to get delayed in the long run. We might as well announce that people are talking about this game. Yeah. Uh, and that one uh, was also pushed, I believe that was April, but it's only April to May. So yeah. it was pushed back to May. I think it was like March to May, if I I had it up before. It's uh, it's a very short one. It's not very long. Yeah, comparatively um, to some of the other ones. No, but the two, the two big ones of uh, the Avengers and Cyberpunk going from you know late spring to fall uh, to fall is big yeah especially considering i mean we're gonna get a console a month later two months later so i the xbox will be backwards compatible so you don't have to worry about that we still don't know about the ps5 i thought there was rumors that it was gonna be as well yeah but again we, we don't know for certain yeah. i mean there was word at one point that it would go all the way back to ps1 and then there were words that you know i know it just it might not even be ps4 yeah who knows 
So uh, I didn't look at the um, like total release schedule of everything. I wonder if there's a game out there that was like coming out September 17th that were just like, we're riding high, and then all of a sudden... Oh, they're up against cyberpunk and they're like what? oh fuck yeah i mean I, that wouldn't surprise me let me see what else i don't know if anything had been uh like you know that far out had been released in terms of a fall release date cd project red also recently said that they're not uh looking into making uh cyberpunk for ps5 and the new xbox at the moment so like uh, who knows if that's going to be a year or two down the line if it even does come out. But if things are backwards compatible, they may not even worry about it. No, I don't think they would necessarily worry about it. But it's one of those things where, you know, it's people might not be as keen to spend the $60 on your game if they're about to then spend five $600 on a new system with a launch lineup of games that might that could hurt sales. I don't right. think it necessarily will, but it could even though those game, those might be a thing where people wait until like hopefully get it for Christmas or something else like into next year where they're waiting on more games to come out for a new system to say like okay like because we did that in February of 2017 we're like I'm not gonna play this game right now because I'm about to go buy the Switch and all the Switch games remember there was like 50 things that came out that February just two weeks before we were gonna get Zelda and the Switch and like you know. I think that might have, like, I didn't play Horizon for six months or whatever because I was like, no, I got a new system. I'm putting off playing this AAA game that's I out. I feel and... like Cyberpunk, though, is still something that's, like, big enough that people will be yeah okay. Like, well, and especially now that they said the we're not making of this it list for though. the Xbox and, and PS5. So Yeah. I don't think it's going to, like, cripple sales, but I think it could put a dent in what would have been probably a very prolific April release. Yeah, because yeah, like you said, you're sitting there and you're like, all right, I got... 600 bucks I got to set aside for this. Do I want to buy a new PS5 game or do I want to buy Cyberpunk, which yeah. is on, on the older system? Yeah. I'm already buying the new system, so I might as well put my money towards something that's new, new. for that yeah. system. Yeah, because a lot of people, in terms of video games, have to buy on a budget. They're not... the they're, I think there are a lot we less Joes... We call them the poor. Yeah, I think there are a lot less Joes of the world than there are, like, John and myself, where it's like... Yeah. The poor. I, exactly. I can't buy every single game I want on the first day. Sometimes decisions have to be made. Uh, and I think a new system will probably trump that. I, I think it'll hurt Avengers more because I think people will be like, that's a game that's going to go on sale. That's a game I want to wait for reviews on anyway. I mean, I'm still not really convinced that it's going to be that much of a seller to begin with. No, I think the name will carry it a long way. But uh, I think the like negative... And this is a game that I was, you know, hyped for, but still, like, the negative reaction to it, I feel like, is going to turn a lot of people off. It's also about a year late, I think. Yeah. If it had come around the time where the, Avengers the, the movies themselves yeah. had been, but now that that's kind of all done and wrapped up. Or it's going to be, like, the people that were um, very into those characters that are now have been mm. retired mm. will be, like... Oh, like Iron Man. I miss Iron Man. Yeah. I miss Captain America. Yeah. Even though Iron Man's going to be in the Black Widow movie. Well, potentially. It's a rumor. I thought there's actual footage of it, isn't there? Uh, I thought Robert Downey Jr. was like, I ain't doing this shit no more. No, I think he's going to be like a robot or like a... Um, oh, like an AI voice or something yeah. like that. He's, he's there in the trailer as a flashback or something. Oh, well, they just show like footage from like Age of Ultron and all this other stuff. Oh, so okay. it's possible. Like the trailer is clips from Avengers. Because it takes place before he dies, right? Yes. The, 
Yeah, it takes place. I was yeah, always confused by that movie just because they were like, it's a prequel that takes place like at the same time Civil War was happening. But it takes place really directly pre- after Civil War. Yeah, so it's not really a prequel. <laughs> well, it's so it, technically is because it takes place before events of current movies, but mm. but yeah, I think the I think being pushed to the fall hurts Avengers worse than it does Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk's um, not going to be hurt at all, probably. I don't think it'll be ne- necessarily noticeable, but I mean, we'll see when push comes to shove and what these games now get to do at e3 that they wouldn't have otherwise had to do yeah like what kind of presence do they have in like a microsoft conference or squares does squares do, still do a press conference They do, a conference. They do so yeah. yeah so what kind of presence what does it look like i i would assume that's the next time we see this game i don't think we see it anything from it again until e3 probably not where you give like a final trailer there uh just a crazy week in terms of games not meeting release dates that's fine yeah, I mean, yeah, take uh, your time, guys. Well, it's it's the the Miyamoto thing of him saying like a bad game. Uh, yes, ruin this quote. Fuck. <laughs> ruin nice, the quote. Nice try. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a rushed game is like good for a day, or a bad game is good forever. I don't fucking remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's, better to delay a game and have it be a good game. Yeah, that's the the yes. sentiment. Although some of the backlash this week has been, once, you, I won't be fooled again. Yeah, exactly. Can't fool the fooler. I have seen some backlash that this will lead to even more crunch when it comes to it because they don't want to delay the game a second Again. time yeah. and push it into 2021, especially when that's going to then be, you know, officially the year systems. of next gen consoles. Yeah. Um, so some people are worried that, like, does this mean extra crunch where you could have crunched in April and it would have been bad and it would have, you know, the product may or may not have been up to snuff. But now if you push it to September... And you're running behind a little bit. How much extra overtime is there going to be? How much mandatory Saturdays are they going to have working there? So, No, they're just going to release it broken. I mean, it happens with pretty much half of the games that come out anyway. Day one patch, baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's what day one patches are for because they ship it, you know, they ship it however it is a month beforehand and then use that extra month to finish things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just how games work. But I don't know. I guess uh, we'll see. Uh, all right, lightning round. Earlier in the week, we got a tease that on Thursday they were going to be unveiling the final Smash character uh, for the like the fighter pass that had been out since the release of Smash Brothers. This was to be the final character of that fighter pass, and speculation ran rampant uh, throughout the whole week uh, with people trying to figure out who it was going to be. Everybody was expecting it was going to be Dante. Dante, I saw Cry that yep. because uh, the Dumbly Cry like Twitter account like tweeted out something like "Look forward to the 16th." Yeah. Um, so yeah, we finally got our sixth fighter or uh, fifth fighter for the fighter pass, mm-hmm. uh, and it landed with a resounding thud. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, the uh, fifth and final uh, fighter uh, is Blythe from Final Fantasy: The Three Houses. So it's another Final Fantasy character. No fire. Or, uh, fire. 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 fire character. The three houses. Yeah. Uh, so it's another uh, fire emblem character. Yeah. And everybody went like, oh, f- fuck. Yeah, there's already really? quite a few Fire Emblem characters in the game, no? I think this the, has the highest um, representation of any franchise. No, at this Mario point. probably Other does. Than Mario, I would have to assume. Because you would have Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Peach, oh, yeah. That's right. Daisy. Waluigi. Yeah, Waluigi. Nice Wario. try. Yeah, Wario. Uh, no Toad, I don't think. Right? I, I don't think so. No. I'm not a Smash person, so... Um, yeah, it's kind of boring. But I think this is the sixth final or 
Fire Emblem Fire character Emblem. and Final Fantasy character. There you go. I mean, if it was a Final Fantasy character, I Fire think people Fantasy? would have been ec- ecstatic. Well, Final yeah, because that's the most high-profile game coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, everybody just kind of went like, oh, great, another like sword-wielding, yeah. generic fantasy character. Well, I think it's twofold, too, because in addition to announcing the Final Fighter Pass character, they then announced a second Fighter Pass. That had already been known. They had already said that there was going to be a second fighter pass. Well, I think they confirmed how many. This was the first I had seen it. They confirmed that it's going to be six people. Yeah. Yeah. And they already know who they are, but they're not telling you yet. Because they got to spend two years rolling them out one at a time to disappoint you. But, hey, you at least got six more chances for Waluigi. They did say that, like, don't pre-order. Like, in the video, though, they were smart to say, like, don't pre-order if you're not okay with not knowing. Which is the first time I've ever heard someone say, don't pre-order if you're not okay with not knowing. Which I thought was a nice touch. I mean, but no one ever knows. Well, sometimes sometimes it's like, hey, you can pre-order the, you know, whatever uh, DLC. And we've already given you the roadmap of the four huh. DLCs we're going to give you. Um, and no one ever says, don't pre-order if you're not comfortable with it. At least in this, they said, like, if you're not comfortable not knowing who all the characters are, like, it's totally okay to not pre-order. You're not missing out on anything. Because in years past, wasn't it like you had to pre-order the the fighter pass to get the like piranha plant or to get something else you had to pre-order they ended up giving uh, that, away the piranha plant free anyway yeah the pl- yeah. piranha plant was free i think it was um costumes oh that's what fighter it was. uh me fighter, fighter costumes, costumes you got for pre-ordering the, which like, they did announce a couple of those one of which i'm very excited about do you have that list of uh yes i do uh so uh, with every one of these fighter uh new fighter releases they also always include a a bevy of uh, me fighter costumes. Uh, the last one that came with Terry Bogard had Sans from Undertale. Everybody was super excited for that because uh, you kind of like get another character, even though it's not yeah. like their own thing. Well, these are purchasable separately. Like they're, I think, seventy five cents. Yeah, yeah. They they come at the same time. As yeah, the, they're the just not. Yeah, you don't have to have the fighter pass to get any of these. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one uh, introduced five new costumes for five new, you know, other video game characters. Uh, you get uh, Altair from um, Assassin's Creed. Looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Altair? Yeah. Yeah, it is Altair. Okay. It's just a little chibi, you know. Mm-hmm. I uh, like it. You get uh, a rabbit from the Raving Rabbit series. Makes sense. Uh, you get two Mega Men. Uh, so you get Mega Man X and Mega Man Battle Network Mega Man. Nice. Those are pretty cool. Uh-huh. And then, the third Mega Mans. Yes. Because uh, they also did... Uh, Regular Mega Mans in the Zero game. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one was the one that everyone most was excited for. I'm very excited for it. Cuphead. Yeah. Get yourself some Cuphead in the game. It's pretty It's pretty cool. I and mean, I like I'm... those ones because they actually, like, the same with the Sans one, they just make them look like the character. It doesn't look like a me wearing a Cuphead suit. Correct, yeah. It actually looks like Cuphead this yes. time. But Whereas, he doesn't like, get to shoot things out of his finger. He does shoot things out of his finger. Wait, he does? Yeah, it's, a yeah. Sh- it's for the me shooter. And so he specifically will shoot things out of his finger. It's mm-hmm. for the gunner me. Oh, that's in the cool. video, it's really yeah. So it's it's just Cuphead, but you have to create a shooter me and then give it that costume. But it's it's Cuphead. That's yeah, awesome. Straight up, it's just cut. Yeah, okay. and it only costs seventy five cents, so you don't have to pay the four dollars it would have been had Cuphead officially been in the game. It's just like seventy five cents, and nice. you just get that character pack. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Like I don't play Smash really anymore, but I'm definitely going to throw seventy like seven platinum or gold points or whatever at it and get yeah. it. Because why the fuck not? Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited for that. And also, um, when you get Cuphead, it adds a Cuphead soundtrack like, yeah. song to the game yeah. as well. He's the only character that actually like gets a song as well nice. with it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like, I'm super pumped for that. That's going to be very exciting. Because mm. I love Cuphead. Yep. And it'll be cool to have him in there. I mean, next, I, I assume we're going to need the Untitled Goose Game Goose to be a Smash character as part of the Fighter Pass. No, that'll definitely be uh, uh, an assist trophy or like a Final Smash or something like that. It'll mm. be like an item that drops where he just like walks around and fucks with people. Okay. Just like get the goose in the, the game. Butt. Yeah. Just like, ah, fuck goose. Or you just, it's like, it, it's an item that drops down, and then every time you hit a button, he just honks and scares people. So and they just, drop their items. It just items. stuns them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. yeah make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, anybody that you want to see in the second fighter pass? Uh, in the second fighter pass? Uh, I was actually kind of excited at the idea of Dante, although he would have just been another, like, sword. Yeah. person and i feel like they just are really i mean they added the the dragon quest hero also in the last fighter pass mm-hmm. or in the current fighter pass whatever it is uh adding this new guy it does feel like there's just way too many sword characters you need more punchers and more magic yeah more them. brawlers and kind of thing like yeah. that um I mean, technically, he does also have the guns and stuff, and you could have him doing his, like, demon magic powery yeah. stuff to, to kind of balance it out. But it is very much just like, okay, not another sword guy. Yeah, it could be default is guns, not mm-hmm. default is sword. Um, I definitely am at the point where I never want them to add Waluigi now, just because it would be funny. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, and. <laughs> um, but also, like... It's the ultimate game. I mean, if this is if this is now, it seems to be the thing of let's just keep adding character. Like it seems now, Smash has become a game's a service, at least for the remainder of this. Like we're not getting another Smash on the Switch. No, we're just gonna get character passes every year until whatever the next Nintendo is. I kind of got to put him in the game as the very last character. Yeah, like I like make everyone wait. I like the trolley hilarious aspect to it, but I also like. They have to be in on the joke, but also I can imagine them being like, we're not going to do it. But I can't think of a reason why they wouldn't do it. Like, is there another Mario character that would make more sense than that to put in? Considering he's in literally everything else. I mean, I guess Toad. Yeah, there's not a straight Toad. He's technically, he's a attack that Princess Peach does. Yeah, which makes sense as well. Yeah. Um, but, but Toad I'm... is just the me character. Like, Toad is vanilla. Like, he's the plainest thing ever. So yeah. they wouldn't make a Toad character because he would just have nothing to him. Yeah, exactly. Just make him super yeah, overpowered have... for no reason. He just runs around yeah. and wrecks everybody. He doesn't have moves. Like, you can put Waluigi in the game and he can use, like, the tennis racket and stuff because right. he's in tennis. Like, he can use, you know, the sports stuff because he's in all the sports games. And it's really, like, is he in a mainline game or is he just in parties and sports? No, he's just in the party games. Yeah, I don't think he's ever appeared in, I mean, was he in any of the Wario games? No. Or new, like, any of the new Super Mario Brothers games as, like, like an the... extra player? Or just um, in, like, the Wario, like, Master of Disguise, like, the side-scrolling Mario games. Or Wario games. Wario? Yeah. No, not that I know of. Yeah, I think he's only ever appeared in, yeah, the like, the party game stuff. Uh, let's see. Appearances. Uh, Mario Tennis. Uh, Mario Tennis. Mario Golf. Mario Power Tennis. Uh, alongside, yeah, Mario Party. It started in 3. Mario Kart. Uh, Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix. Um, yeah, he's only been an assist item in Smash. Uh, he appears in Mario Maker as a mystery mushroom costume for Mario to wear. Um, he's not, uh, let's see, not an Odyssey. It's an outfit. 
uh, not in Rabbit. So yeah, he's just in the sports game. So you can make him sports based with like rackets and golf clubs and stuff, and those can be his attacks in addition to punching and kicking because he's got such long legs. But yeah, I don't know. I think Sakurai has to be put in it at this point. Just himself. Yeah. Uh, well, they well they said that they would never put anyone that wasn't a video game character in it. Okay. Um, but you know, I think they could make a, I think they could make an exception for for him. That would be pretty funny if they did. Yeah. A character in the world of video games. True. I mean, he is the god of that game essentially. Yeah. I think, yeah, I would think probably a me costume beforehand of, like, an officially licensed downloadable. Well, didn't they, like, do, like, a Reggie costume and a I think, Miyamoto costume? I think there's a hat or something that you can wear, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like that's a thing, but I can't recall it specifically. Mm. Uh, anything, anybody that you would like to see besides that, John, make the their entrance into the Smash world? I think maybe a Xenoblade character has to make its way in there. Oh, uh, there is a Xenoblade yeah, character. Yeah, Shulk. Oh, there is? Yeah, Shulk oh, okay. is from Xenoblade. Yeah. Well, I don't play Smash, so... There you go. So you wouldn't know either way. Nope. I don't know. I, th- I think it would actually be kind of funny if they just, like, also put in, like, Drake and Master Chief. Mm. So you could just have them, like, fight. Like, I, take two, like, very Microsoft and two... Or, like, a very Microsoft and very Sony character and put them yeah. in. Yeah. I've, no, I, I think they even said that it has to be someone in a Nintendo game. Like, that's... Like, in a game that's... They've had non-Nintendo game characters. Who? Who? Um... Uh, Banjo and Kazooie. They were on the N64. Try again. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I completely forgot. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, wait. Uh, Cloud. He's uh, the, All the Final Fantasies are on Switch right now. Well, they were added after he was added to the game. Final Fantasy was a NES game to begin Final with. Final Fantasy VII wasn't. No, but I no. think the franchise was. Hmm. Still, it doesn't matter. Retroactively counts. Um, Try again. I want, I want a slime character. Oh, just the slime from Dragon Quest? Yeah, and like the different colors, it would be the different costumes. You can have like, like a metal, metal slime, slime and everything. King yeah. slime. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Like the most baseline enemy ever. Yeah, but like, I mean, Kirby is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, it would well, be a very least, unique character. At least Kirby has a power copying thing. And arms. And legs. I mean, slime <laughs> kind of. It's just slime. You can and just, hands. You know. Just nub. You can just slap people and, you know. Yeah, change into different shapes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's certainly possible. How about you? Uh, the Untitled Goose Game Goose. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, granted that like that came to other systems eventually, but that was a, a smash success at the very beginning and spawned memes and everything. And I feel like that would be a really fun uh, addition. I mean, he's already made his way into Resident Evil and uh, various other things, so uh, let's do it. Uh, all right, lightning round. Speaking of new characters and games, Fortnite's getting a new character. Or at least a new character skin. This one, I don't know if it was ever requested, but it makes more sense than anything I've ever seen added to Fortnite in the entire world. Uh, it's Ninja. Honestly, this was a thing that I was like, that hadn't happened already? Right? I'm surprised huh. it took this long. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Ninja, uh, what the fuck is his real name? Tyler Blevins. Blevins. Yeah. Uh, he will now, uh, I mean, everyone knows him as the most popular Twitch streamer. Uh, Not anymore. Mixler streamer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's he's on, on Mixer, Mixer now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the biggest uh, Fortnite streamer there is out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, now he's going to have his own skin in the game uh, for the oh. first one of their Icon series, which seems like there will be other like popular Fortnite players are going to be yeah uh, getting their own skin as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this looks like this doesn't look like him the person. This looks like him the character, like his avatar character, like 
the things that he has on posters and t-shirts. He's right? like dressed as a ninja. Yeah, yeah. He's dressed as a blue ninja to match like his blue hair. But yeah, he's got like the headband on just like his avatar. Or yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. The posters I see at Walmart. Yeah, he's got like the, the, the ninja face mask covering his mm-hmm. nose. Um, uh, okay. Like I said, sure. I was surprised it wasn't actually already in there. I was yeah. like, oh fuck, really? Well, um, if you're a Fortnite player that buys costumes on the regular, you're probably... To be fair, also a person that watches yeah, and Fortnite I will not streamers be surprised that this is not like the most profitable thing that they've ever done. It very well could be. I mean, I'm sure the Marvel stuff was big. I'm sure the Star Wars stuff was big. I'm sure the Batman stuff actually looked pretty cool when it was, was in the game. Was that stuff you bought though, or was that stuff you had to unlock? Uh, both. both. Oh, like there was a stormtrooper thing you could unlock, but then there was like straight up Batman armor that you could buy. Okay. Um, so they've had it both ways. So yeah, I, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be surprised either. I mean. The guy gets more streams than anybody else in the game, so it would make sense that he's got a legion of fans that are all going to shell out their five bucks or whatever to, to purchase him. So, yeah, I, I too am surprised this wasn't already a thing. But there you go. Uh, all right, lightning round. GameStop's in trouble, as we know. Uh, normally, when you're in trouble, you're really pinning all your hopes on Christmas and the holiday season and sales, uh, and that was a shame because that didn't work out too well for them this year. Uh, nope. Uh, GameStop announced that their holiday sales were down 27.5% in 2019. And that's compared to 2018, correct? Yeah. Not the previous quarter in 2019? No, yeah. Okay. It's compared to their previous holiday season, um, which, yeah, is a huge drop-off on, just like you said, a company that really relies on that holiday stuff. And, I mean, this is... we. I feel like we talk about... GameStop problems like every couple of months that they come up or something like this. Mm. So it's really just a writing on the wall kind of thing. But I'm really not surprised because uh, this holiday season, I did not pay attention to store flyers or anything. You know, I would always keep an eye on the sales that were coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just woke up like the day of the holiday sales and just turned on my xbox and my playstation and my nintendo and just went to yeah. the, the stores like the in console store yeah so i don't think this is much of a gamestop issue as this is just a physical games issue yeah i'm, I'm sure that and if they are a physical at, game store they're the only one so yeah i'm sure that like best buy would have reported the exact same stuff but they sell other stuff though. well in, in yeah. terms of like video games sales, yeah i'm I think sure. this is just a physical video game issue not a shit on GameStop issue. Yeah, and it's just because, like, the sales are the same online as they are in stores. Yeah. They seem like they always just match them. But GameStop sells other stuff, too. Like, their collectibles, you'd think, would be a huge hit at Christmas time of people getting, you know, Fortnite figures and, you know, action, like, Marvel action figures and pops and props and Minecraft fake swords yeah, and things like that. Yeah, but that's the stuff that you're going to go to like a midnight opening for. No, but this isn't saying midnight openings. This is just saying GameStop sales are down, which means that, yes, if video game like physical copy sales are down to, everywhere, okay, well, games or Best Buy is picked up by their TVs and their movies mm. and all the other things that they sell. GameStop wasn't, which means that people just aren't going to GameStop for anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like yeah. People aren't picking up the GameStop flyer and going like, I really need to go buy the latest pop figure. Or, no, but not even I, you're not necessarily picking up the flyer to look at it, but you're not even going in and seeing them. Like, yeah, because it's just you're not stopping in the mall and, and like ice cube trays and like random knickknacks that like you can get online if you wanted them anyway. Yeah, but that's Christmas like 101 is go in and buy a knickknacky thing with the thing my kid likes and I and boom gifting done. Like that's every aunt, uncle, and grandparents gifting 
like guidebook. Is... But that's not their money maker. So even if they sold a shitload of that, they're not selling any used systems and used games and stuff like that. No, but it just seems. But this wasn't saying like profit. This is saying sales. Like mm-hmm. sales are down. Yeah. Which means they're not selling anything. Yeah. I think they've just watered down their product is also an issue. Yeah. That, yeah. It's like, it's a meme at this point. Like the, all this week with this news, I saw an uptick in a, Oh, like GameStop wanted to give me 30 cents for my copy of Madden 2001. Like I'll give you 70 cents for your whole store. Like it's like, okay, it's, it is kind of funny cause they don't give you a lot for your games, but also that's their business model. And if you don't get that, that's on you. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is kind of a joke at this point. I think it's sad cause I like having a physical store to go to, to buy things. Mm-hmm especially in the collectibles world where we're all a part of like i hate that anticipation of like it's going to show up in the mail and what's it going to look like is it going to be scratches going to be dented is it going to be fucked up paint is it going to be a jacked up box like i don't know i like going in and picking up a thing like it's more satisfying to go in and be like oh fuck the figure i want is here in my face and i can buy it right now that's so much more exciting than oh yeah i pre-ordered that figure online six months ago and it got delivered that's cool yeah i mean i pretty much moved to the point where like all of my action figure toy figure all that stuff buying is strictly just done online now and i do very much miss the like toy hunt that you know and it doesn't help that like GameStop or not, not Game, uh, like Toys R Us shut down. Yeah, kind of thing. like Target and, like, and Walmart have always been bad about them. And... Yeah, so like the 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 fun of going around and trying to hunt down the thing is yeah. is gone at this point. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, you know, I, I used to sometimes I would go to the the uh, like Black Fridays. You know, if I wasn't working at them, I would go to try and like see if I could find a, a game or something like that. But yeah. now I can just be like, oh, it's $20 at GameStop and I got to go there for Black Friday. Or I could just spend $20 on the PlayStation 25 Store. 25 and yeah. not have to go into the cramped like GameStop. And, yeah, and deal with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a shame, but it's not at all surprising given the thing. I just, like, I hope they don't go away. They're going to go. They're going to go. Well, well, I mean, we haven't heard anything about the new revamped stores, how those are working, the new like hangout style. Work. I don't think it will either, but I don't I don't want them to. Like I I'm sad that Toys R Us closed. I'm sad that physical box stores Well, Toys R Us is coming back. Yeah, but in but barely. And no, there's the two different... standalone stores right now. I know. Yeah, barely. That's... Well, and it's just those are the two test stores. I think it's just Gonna are they just going to be like pop-up stores, though? Some of them are pop-up. Some of them are like one's inside a, of a Target. Yeah, one's standalone right now, and then one is inside of like in a mall in New a Jersey. Mall. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't know if they'll be prolific again. I don't know if we'll have one close by. I just like going to like, even if it is a couple bucks more, I don't mind going to the store and being like, okay, cool, that thing I wanted is here. I can get it. It's physical. It's in my hand. Mm. I know shipping usually is only like a day. In some places, it's hours, but I still like. I like the luck of finding it, so I don't want them to go away, even if they are kind of like a bunk company. <laughs> like, I want them to get better. I don't want them to go away. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll uh, always open up in Japan. What, GameStop in Japan? <laughs> yeah, just like Toys No, Wars. every, like, there's millions of places that sell video games there. That's what I'm saying. It'll yeah. work there. Or yeah. it'll just be another one of the same that already exists. Yeah. Who knows? 
Uh, all right, lightning round. Speaking of Japan, uh, we got news this week out of Universal Studios Japan about the opening of Super Nintendo World. Uh, they've confirmed that it will open this spring and summer ahead of the Tokyo Olympics, which start in August, I believe. I think it's September. Um, so, yeah. So, sometime before then, this yeah. will open the uh, Universal Studios Super Nintendo World. Uh, pretty much everything they announced is Mario-focused. Uh, but it is a Super Nintendo world, not a Super Mario world. Um, so there will be other characters eventually over time. Um, some of the big things that they announced is they're going to have these, like, uh, what they're calling power-up bands. Where if any of you guys have seen what they have at Disney World and their magic bands, it's basically a wrist bracelet. That'll be your pretty much everything. I'm sure it'll be your NFC payment thing. It'll probably be your hotel room key card. Um, but they announced some video game-like things that will go along with it. Uh, there'll be question mark blocks throughout the world that you'll be able to punch and collect coins. There'll be a specific smartphone app that will allow you to track all of your progress and various challenges uh, that will take place throughout the world. Uh, they shut off kind of a CG trailer of what <laughs> the world may or may not look like. Again, subject to change because it's just a CG rendering and no one's really got to see what it looks like yet, though... It's going to open soon. They got a, there should be aerial footage of, you know, like when Star Wars land was being built, there was for like two years ahead of time, you could see the construction process. I haven't seen anything like that for this. I don't know how well they're Shooting keeping down it all the drones. Yeah. How well they're keeping it under wraps or whatnot. Um, the power bands look like they have a variety of characters. It's Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, uh, Yoshi, and Toad. So all the people that are in Smash. It's your boy Toad. Also getting power-up bands. Vanilla Toad. <laughs> uh, let's see what else did they have. Uh, there will be there will be some kind of integration with Switch at some point, though nothing was outlined with regards to that. Now, uh, they also did confirm that this is coming to both Florida and uh, Los Angeles, so Universal Studios Hollywood and Florida over time, which would be pretty cool. We'll have to go. We'll have to do a Florida trip and go to Super Super Nintendo World and go to updated Star Wars Land and stuff like that. Yeah, all kinds of challenges and boss battles and things that you'll be able to do through the app. Uh, some of the rides, some of the area, some of the lands include the Mushroom Kingdom, Peach's Castle. There'll be a Mario Kart ride, uh, Bowser's Castle area. There's also going to be a Yoshi's ride. Uh, let's see where I see. Yeah, so there's a Yoshi themed area. I guess right on the back of their own Yoshi Ooh. as part of the ride. So that'll be kind of cool. Uh, and just it basically looks like mostly the Mushroom Kingdom at this point. Uh, which is not uh, that surprising given that's the flagship. Uh, the Mario Kart ride will be four people in it, uh, which is weird. Uh, not just like a go-kart track, which is what I thought it would have been, where like you're go-karting against other people with some kind of power-up mechanic. So I No, guess it's this a, is going to just be one of those, like, you're on a track. Yeah. Well, in the, uh, I mean, in the CG rendering, there's no wheels, and it looks like it's just hovering, so like I don't know what it is. I don't know why it wouldn't look like cars on a track it'll probably be like the test track at disney world i think it's going to be one of those experiences where it's inside of a place and at one point it gets it gets dark but really you're just moving to another screen from another screen yeah and so like you know at first you're on the ground and then all of a sudden you do a cartwheel but you don't really do a cartwheel your chair just shifts and then like the thing on the screen makes it looks like you do a cartwheel and now you're flying yeah, like that's what the Harry Potter ride. Yeah, was. yeah, like the, the, the. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Fucking. You're the in the dark, and yeah, you're just sick ride. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. That was a really fun ride. Um, so yeah, it's also coming to uh, Universal Singapore, which I did not know was a thing. Mm-hmm. But 
uh yeah so first details on super nintendo world you guys gonna go back to japan and try this out this summer or your, um, uh, your maxed out on vacation and money not this summer but i probably will go next year when i go i'm gonna try and go for new year's again next year uh all right lightning round a little bit of movie news the writer of rogue one he wants to write a Star Fox movie uh i don't know why other than he there was a picture tweeted it was gary witta uh, there was a picture tweeted by the art director from God of War. He was making some just fan art for Nintendo characters. And one of them was a poster of the, all the Star Fox characters. So Slippy, Fox, uh, the other Falco, the other ones. Peppa. Pepper? Pe- Peppa? Peppa. Peppa. Uh, and he basically just tweeted above it, I want to write this animated movie. And that immediately got the internet off and running of like, yeah, do it. So do you guys want to see a Star Fox movie? No. I don't care, but I wouldn't not want to see it. Like, if it exists, cool. Like, uh, but it's not a thing that has, like, a ton of lore or anything like that to ruin. So, at the same time, it could be fun. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see, like, a cool space adventure of them, you know, flying and stuff. And, like, you could definitely do it. I think it would be... I think you could create your own story. And, like you said, there's no lore to ruin. It's not, like... You know, if you tried to make a Mario movie, which they are, that there's like, ooh, I don't know, I'm very particular about right. a Mario-ness. I don't really want backstory. Like, I don't care enough about Star Fox to, like, care what the backstory is. All right. I would be interested in this if this was ultimately, uh, along with the Mario movie, like, the birth of the Nintendo Cinematic Universe that culminates in a Smash Brothers movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. So you do like the Mario movie? No, a Smash you, movie sounds like a terrible idea. Why the 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 like the story mode of, Ultimate is awesome. uh, of Subspace Emissary is great? Yeah, yeah, that but then they fantastic. all have to like talk and interact in the same universe. They're going to and... be doing it in the movie. No, no, I'm just saying all of the characters from all the different franchising having to talk and interact in a movie sounds not good at all. I don't know. I mean, like I said, they're doing the Mario movie. I'm already wary about like a Mario movie because, yeah, I don't really kind of want to hear Mario say anything talk. other than Mario. <laughs> yeah, like if this in this movie, like Mario still maintains the true Mario nature of him, and it's like him just kind of going like, "It's a me." Yeah. Woohoo! Like it's not like Mario giving monologues and stuff. I would be wary of that. Like it's already kind of weird enough with that in. Um, the Sonic movie, but at least like there's the tons of Sonic like cartoon series yeah. and yeah. stuff that predated that. That's so, already like, broken like, yeah. for me. So yeah, um, but uh, yeah, like I don't know. I think it would be pretty cool if like eventually it did lead to a like Smash Brother movie. So like you do a Mario movie, you do a Star Fox movie, you do a Metroid like CD movie, uh, uh, CG animated movie, uh, a Zelda like CG yeah. animated movie, which also would be very much like I don't want to hear Mar or. Uh, Link talk, so I don't know how well you could do that. Uh, to be fair, there was a Zelda animated series, and it. Mm. <laughs> not saying it was good or bad. I never actually watched it, but I know it exists. It's it's the example for why he should not talk. <laughs> well, technically, this the Philip CDI games are the example for why he should not talk. So yeah, no, I, I'm I'm much more on board with it. Like if they're gonna make a Star Fox movie, at least connect it to the other things I care about, because I don't care about Star Fox, but. Connected but I mean, to also this a is Smash clearly movie. just the guy looking at a drawing and saying like it'd be cool and make that right. into this a is thing. one tweet. Yeah, it's not like he said, "Oh, that's cool." Like I'm calling Nintendo right now to like line up the thing. Like I'm already working on the script. Like 
this is just one dude saying that would be fun to do that. But doesn't mean it's happening. Sometimes that's all it takes to get the ball rolling is one Hollywood writer saying, I would like to pitch this and I would like to you know, make this movie for someone to call him up and go, yeah, you know, like, what do you got? Like, let's hear you out. And that's how things get started. Like, it's been started in worse. Like, things have been started for less. Uh, they even said here that um, there were, you know, articles that were written about the one tweet and then he retweeted them and was like, yep, yeah, no, I want it. I want to do it. Yeah, he wants to do it. Doesn't yeah. mean it's happening. No, it doesn't mean it's happening at all. But, I mean, that's how things get started. Is Like, I would love to direct a Star Fox movie because then I would be directing a movie and that would be cool. Doesn't yeah, mean it's a good idea to let me direct a movie. But you don't have clout. Like, this guy wrote Rogue One. Because there would be wrote... lots and lots of hardcore sex scenes in my Star Fox movie. Mm, no, see, that's why you're, that's exactly why you're not going to mm, get all it. over just... Throwing him to the side. Yep. Not going to happen. See, yeah. because you just said that. Now they're like, oh, wait, we were going to let him do it because that was a good idea. But now he said, no, guys, trust sex. me. I know exactly what I'm doing. No, you don't. It's all about fan art and fan pick in Joe's mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a different thing. But yeah, I mean, this is just how, how stuff gets started. You know, if everyone on the internet's like, yeah, I want this, and there's some kind of fan campaign, I. I could see it happening, especially if there's a, a lead up to a Super Smash Brothers movie universe. Because like I wouldn't have necessarily seen a Captain Marvel movie if they just put one out and it didn't connect to anything like the MCU. But I did because I needed to see it before going to see Avengers. So if Star Fox is the last movie before the ultimate, you know, like if they're the ones who are coming to whatever, like the Mario world. Well, I'm sure if the Mario from some movie... intergalactic threat or something like that, then. And that starts the Smash Brothers thing, then... I'm sure if the Marvel movie ends up doing good, like, we will see a bevy of, like, other Nintendo-licensed stuff coming out of it. Like, obviously, if it is massively successful in any way... The Mario movie? Yeah. What'd I say? Marvel. Mario movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, If the Mario movie is successful, we will definitely be seeing other Nintendo things getting licensed. Like, I guarantee that we will be getting a Legend of Zelda movie at that point, if that Mm -hmm. one is successful. You know what this is leading up to? If this happens, instead of a Smash movie, it's a Captain N movie. Because that could definitely happen. I don't know. I mean, we know Captain N, but no one else knows Captain N. Even better. Because then people are going to be like, it's not the Captain I I knew you when when I was a kid. Like, Well, yeah. I mean, the the problem with that is that it... Captain N like wasn't Nintendo stuff. Like, it was Konami and Capcom and other stuff. Yeah. Um, so they might have a harder time like getting all of those other properties, but oh, or you know what it is? It's the wizard, but Tron. So like, the I mean, that's pro- what Captain N was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the it's the wizard, but that's at least Nintendo based. Yeah. So it's just it's grown up Fred Savage, <laughs> going into the video game world and uniting all of the Nintendo characters. Done deal. We just sure. made it. It's a thing. It's a movie. Well, Joe said it, so it's definitely gonna happen. Exactly. You're gonna get Ben Savage. I like Ben Savage. With his weird nose. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben Savage. I do like you, but that nose. Yeah, Boys in Boys World was great, but what were you thinking, buddy? <laughs> sorry, buddy. Sorry. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know if you would like to see a Star Fox movie. Uh, which high-profile game delay are you most sad about not being able to play this spring? Uh, were you surprised by Sony skipping?
skipping E3? And when do you think we're going to get the PS5 reveal? Uh, and what characters do you want to see in the next uh, Smash Brothers uh, Fighter Pass? You can let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.